Um, we're like an hour apart, but uh, different climates though. Is it a little bit? We're we're probably the same distance away from the coast. I mean, I'm in Old Orchard. You're here, Durham, and it's like how how far away are you from the ocean? Like an hour? An hour? Like twenty five minutes? See, that was a fed, twenty minutes. That was that was a fed answer. So, I'm probably ten minutes away. Okay. <laughs> so you're yeah you're in Old Orchard Beach. Yeah, I'm in I'm the in beach. The beach. Yeah. So the wind is howling at night. Yeah, it naturally. Gets, I think wind chill would get colder because it's coming off of the ocean if there's wind coming from that area. But I am I'm not a what's it called meteorologist. Yeah, the weather guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm not not a meteorologist. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, how, what were you guys doing to kind of survive the cold up there? Like, what did it hit? I think the, the worst it was, was like negative 12 overnight, but I'd have to look at the weather to really figure that out. Um, but using my big brain, I figured out that I would use uh, a space heater in addition to, uh, the, the regular propane heat that we have. And that's it. So your electric bill is going to be through the roof. Not really. I mean, those things cook. I mean, those things like they generate some uh some dollar bills coming out of your pocket. It's it's been on for a good total of uh now 36 hours. Okay. Which like it's supposed to be like warm tomorrow. Yeah, like I'm going to turn it off when I get home. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's supposed like, to be like 40. All this whole week is going to yeah. be back to 40ish. Nice. <laughs> So, and I, I, you saw the video I said in the chat last night when I, I just wanted to see what negative 10 was like. Oh, yeah. So, I go outside in a, um, a tank top and shorts just because, like, so this is my dad and I, we rode a bike in the hurricane when the hurricane came to, I think it was Irene. I think, yeah, I think so. We got hit, like, hard, but we didn't get, like pounded you know what i mean like sure. there was some flooding in like the ocean near the ocean and stuff yeah but my dad and i rode our bikes just to say we did it <laughs> we rode our bikes in the hurricane you know what i mean like, like it, i mean it was like you know the winds were up there we had no power stuff like that and we just brought through the garage we're like hey check it out like a like a pedal bike yeah oh okay yeah and uh, I, you know, ripping the motorcycle around. i don't know we don't have yeah. a motorcycle well I, I i don't know what's in the garage so last night i go downstairs and i i talk to my mom like hey just a heads up i'm just like going outside real quick she's like for what i just want to see what negative 10 feels like she's like you can't do that I'm like what do you mean i can't do that she's like it's bad for your skin like you get hypothermia i'm like i'm gonna be out there for 10 seconds what do you mean so i was she's like don't I, she's like, i'm telling you don't do it I'm like okay i'm, I'm gonna do it i just want to you know it's not negative 10 every year this is one of the coldest winter, like one of the coldest two days we've ever seen in New England ever. So I walked downstairs. You saw I walked outside. I wasn't that impressed. I'll be honest. I wasn't out there for more than 10 seconds, but I did a full door shut. And I walked out there and I thought it would be where it felt like how it feels when it's 10 degrees. Yeah. How, like you go outside in the 115 degree heat. That feels like 115. You could tell the difference between 90 and 115. I think it's because of like uh, shock, like your your body takes a little bit of time to focus in that it's cold instead of it's warm because your body prefers to be warm than cold. But whatever. Um, at work today, I felt the same way. 
like, eh, it's not that bad. But if I'm out there for longer than four minutes, like I'm like, oh, I, I got to move. Or you don't turn the car on before you get into it. Yeah, that's tough. So today, before my shower, I walked downstairs. I turned the car on. I gave it like 25 minutes. Oh, yeah. I wasn't playing with that. No. Because <laughs> I'm not sitting. Because so like what used to happen on the cold ass days. And I had the, uh, I had the CX, Mazda CX-9. The heat like wasn't that great in it. It would be cold for my entire trip to school. Like for 15 minutes, I would be like, like shivering in the in the cold in yeah, the car. That's bad. Uh, so real quick before we get into uh, the sports stuff, um, we were talking yesterday about the car industry. Are they phasing phasing you out? Phasing? I'll say us. Yeah, us. Are they phasing us out? They can't they're trying really hard now okay if you want to like elaborate a little bit uh, about what you might think is is phasing everything out but i strongly believe that like the finance department is the easiest one to say yeah we're good we don't need you anymore because salespeople could technically do that you could literally, uh, let alone salespeople. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but our so at my dealership, our sales managers do the finance. Yeah, which is easy. I'd never thought of it like that. That's great. There was a, a friend of mine who I used to work at uh, Bill Doobie with, that now worked uh, at a, a different dealer, and I'm not going to say his name because he, if he listens to it or if management listens to it, he's going to leave that dealership. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Um, does A to Z with the customer, like does the, the meet and greet, shows the car, sells the car, does the all the paperwork, sells warranties, and then puts a template on, gets it bought from the banks. That's it. He's just a salesperson. So that's why it's easier to have finance get out of there. Like, And to your point, management can also be trained for F&I if it's a smaller dealership or, or smaller unit dealership. Um, if you're doing like a hundred and just a hundred plus, you really need a, a, a financial department. Mm -hmm. And then every, every hundred or so you need another one. So my dealership is a small family run dealership, mm. even though the name wouldn't suggest that, but it is a very tight knit group and it feels great. It's awesome. And I like that aspect of not having, you know, my, my finance managers sit outside of my office on the sales floor. It's not like the bad guy and, you know, uh, uh, Scott, I'll just mm -hmm. say Scott. Scott yeah. always used to talk to me about that. He's like, hey, when you're coming to get me, don't make it seem like I'm the guy. You know, it's like the banker in Deal or, deal or No Deal, like the guy behind the curtain. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's just like the shadowy figure. You can't really see him. And he's like, don't make it seem like that. I'm just another, you know, I'm just trying to help. I'm, I'm a sales professional. I happen to be the manager, but I'm the professional. I like that aspect of having my finance guys, you know, it's always like the finance sucks. Like, you know what I mean? Like your customer, if they've ever bought a car before, they know it sucks. They never want to be in. It's like almost, it's like a selling point. We got some of the most efficient finance guys in the industry. And they're like, really? That's awesome. And then they'll tell you about the last time they bought a car, how much it sucked, how they were in there for two hours. Right. I like having that aspect of not only your sales manager being the guy that's behind the curtain, but also the finance manager. I feel like as I'm not a salesperson there anymore, but I feel like that's a uh, that's a really good point if I was going to sell a car, buy a car there. Yeah, when you when you get back on the floor, I would recommend 
getting your new manager that's also finance manager involved early so the customer is not like oh who is this guy though it is good that he's not sitting behind or in his office that he's always like visible uh to most uh because then it's just like oh i was you know i i saw you i know kind of you know what what you were you weren't scrolling on your phone you were you know looking at the computer whatever whether it was reddit or actual work doesn't matter right um but like get him get him involved early so it's not like oh who is this new guy it's oh i remember you you just helped me close this deal right you you just saved me 500 bucks i like you yeah and then, and then they're going to make that 500 bucks back yeah they're going to double the, it <laughs> they're going to make 2 grand back yeah the, that's uh, that's right in the box yeah so um it's it's all psychological like if if you're listening and you're going to go buy a car i'll give you tips um just don't use those tips on me cuz i'll i'll know <laughs> so la- last thing before we get into the sports uh, i haven't even told you this i tried to tell you you were busy i, I respect that why don't, why don't you say say what's going on share what's going on yeah so we got a little uh a spiff going on a little competition that if we sell uh 10 cars before the 11th of february i get a band a g whistle uh one thousand dollars for us non-ethnic folks uh <laughs> And thank you for clarifying. I, I was a little, I didn't know where we were going with that. You know, I'm, I'm an urban dictionary. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. Go back in the TikToks. You can see who's talking right now. This is not going to be a cancelable offense. <laughs> just, just letting everybody know there. The last TikTok posted was Matt. Yes. He's allowed to say this stuff. It could be half canceled. I mean, I'm only half, but, uh, it's not full canceled. Right. Uh, yeah. So, that's that's really cut and dry. I'm I'm just trying to grind right now, get get the cars out, uh, and that's it. You know, I'll probably slack off through the middle of the month, but I'll I'll have uh, already a grand in my pocket. So that's it. If if you guys don't know him, obviously, Trent's a shark, man. <laughs> this guy moves fucking metal. He's gonna hit it. You're gonna hit it. I I think. What so. are you at? One and a half, two and a half. Right now, one and a half because the one I I done today. Um, was technically for last month, but we need to do like a bedliner and undercoating, whatever, you know, just follow they up. They gave you the half. Uh, no, it was a, it was a full deal, but it was for last month. What was the half? Um, the half was like a gift from a, uh, one of my coworkers. I just talked to his customer and kind of refocused him in on, um, the, the Jeep that we had versus going through our competitor for an order. Um, and that was it. I just easy. Yeah. I, I just, Hey, you know what, what brings you in today? Oh, I was looking for uh so-and-so. Oh, okay. He's not here today, but I am. And I know him and let's, let's just talk. Who was it? Was it the guy that I know? Is that, I don't want to say names, but I don't think you, I don't think you know, but he sits next to me. Okay. Well, who's the guy that I know from softball? He has a nickname, right? Ben. Yeah. 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 yeah he doesn't work there anymore. Oh, what happened? <laughs> Attendance. I was there a month ago and he yeah. was there. Yeah, he, he just got he got canned. Uh, no. Halfway through January. He was great. Yeah, what ha- oh, damn. He just didn't show up. Ben, Ben, you gotta show up. I know you're probably listening to this. Does he listen? I think so. Why don't we put this in the softball chat after this? Yeah, we could. Yeah. I think yeah. it'll get some Yeah, I mean we we already talked about a collaboration. Yeah. Right? So I like um, that. Yeah, we'll we'll get uh we'll get a few softball players on and 
Ben, come on. Yeah. Like, I'm the king of not showing up to shit. I'm going to yeah. be honest. I like to skip work. I like to skip class. I like to skip homework. You just can't get fired for it, man. Did he not have excuses? I think he ran out of excuses. Honestly. Oh, dude. I've had COVID for like three years, man. <laughs> I get COVID every but, month. No, no. He wasn't like, he wasn't even like no call, no showing. He was just showing up consistently like two hours late. Oh, and not yeah. e- not even like. Oh, I always got one in the bag, and I'll think it through. I have yeah. to think it through. You have to. Yeah, and it's like shit. Like I slept through. I slept through my alarms. That'll happen once every two months. But if it's happening once every other day, yeah, or consistently for four days, or like I forget what it was, but he was just like he showed up one one day th- like in the middle of the day, and I was like, brother, where have you been? <laughs> He said, oh, but I've been here just, you know, on the lot. And I was like, come on. You know, dude, I mean, you could lie to anybody else, but don't fucking lie to me. Yeah. Right. You're not going to fire him. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Who the fuck am I? So, yeah, come on. Just like Ben, come down to uh, we'll, we'll chat. I need a I need a shark. Yeah. On my floor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He just got a new car, too. Really? So that's kind of oh, so like... he's going to need to. uh. Yeah, that's the, he's gonna need to meet those payments. It's really the kiss of death. Otherwise, like, he's gonna be coming up to you, and he's gonna be that 400, 500 credit score that you're trying to get. Uh, you're trying to you're trying to extend out ninety six months. <laughs> for for those who are thinking about going in the car business, do it. We need people. Um, just show up to work, have a pulse, and you could probably uh, uh, bullshit your way through selling seven nine cars a month whatever just i cold i cold resumed my uh my first car sale job yeah you just you show up you say hey i want a job you don't go through indeed you don't go through any of that shit you go in you say hey i want to talk to the manager and then if it looks like it's jamming just say hey i'll be back and then actually show up again and say hey i want a job give me an application you'll get an interview right then and just tell them uh you you want to make some real money that's it. The money is fire. Like you get, yeah. and it's so easy to get into. It's like literally, I think probably we could look. Th- well, we're missing Stack Guy today. We'll get in. We'll get into that. But I think probably on average, every dealership has one desk open at least. Yeah, they they just every they dealership ha- they have yeah, they have to. like eighty desks in every showroom. Yeah, yeah. You can. I mean, I could sell from my phone. Really, I just can't print from my phone, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like once you I can from my phone. Okay, I get it. Yeah, you can. If if you have like an airdrop printer or whatever, no, you can. I could straight up hook up. I, that's the only way I could print. I can't hook up my uh, my laptop. It's like some reason it doesn't work. I'm dead serious. I print all the time from my phone to like a like a jet, whatever it's called. I don't know what's called. You know, I don't have all these fancy apps. All right, all right. I'm I'm the boomer. It comes with the yeah. phone. <laughs> um, real quick. So I wanted to get into uh, we're. We're at 15 minutes here. We haven't even touched a lick of sports yet. I like this. This is just this, this is, is raw. Awesome. This is just raging. Yes. At life. Life. Yeah. yeah. So I go down. Uh, my buddy Matt, as well, blonde Matt, uh, will be listening to this actually, so he can attest to this. He's buying a car, and uh, he finds this like he's a very big. His car has to be nice. Hmm. Like, I'm kind of the same way, and I know yeah. you're the same way. Yeah, I can't just, like, Eddie, before he got the Infinities, po- is just a point A to point B. I even talked to Poff. He's a point A to point B guy. 
which is weird because he kind of seems like that's like 60 60 percent of america is just like point a to point b solely transportation and i'm like the 15 percent uh that that we are all right um that it has to look good in order for me to even consider it. Yeah, it, you think about how much time you spend in your car. Yeah, it's got to be got to be nice. And the, there's a reason why these car companies need to deck their shit out now. I mean, that's why a lot of them are looking the same that they that that they are right. Like an Escape, for example, looks a lot like the new Honda CRV or CRV. Yeah, yeah. And then also, I just saw a Buick roll through my lot. And that was the exact body style of the the new years of the escape. I was like, what the fuck? Who came out with this body style first? And why is everybody copying each other? It's trendy. I mean, it, it is trendy. All American brands look the same. And that's disgusting to me. And I feel as though, like Ford, what I sell, though, you know, you either love it or hate it. There's no in, in between there. Um Never been bought out. That's that's one right or there. Bailed out, no, or or bailed out. Never went bankrupt. Right. Well, probably bailed out, but not bankrupt. I don't think we've even taken a cent. I don't know. I think it's you and Tesla have never been bankrupt. I think you've definitely taken. You mm. had to have. Think about like all the like, but like think about like World War One, World War Two. Like they had to have taken money Look, in some way. Like like Jeep definitely was was cranking through the World Wars. Because that's all the uh, the military drove. Jeeps make Hummer. What makes Hummer? Or is Hummer its own? Hummer is your company, GM. GM. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So yeah, how can you hate GM? General Motors. It's just everybody, you know what you're gonna get. Everybody who says uh, forget GM is like uh, anti-government. Hates hates them being bailed out and. I think that's like anti-American almost. Like you almost can't hate Ford or GM. Yeah, I mean it's 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 one Those of are our brands. Suck it up. Yeah, and Dodge, I guess, but that's like, yeah, that's so. It's what Dodge, Jeep, and uh, CDJR Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram yeah. is is all made by the same company. Um, GM does Chevy, GMC, Cadillac. Yeah, I think a Highline also, like a Cadillac, and then also another luxury line. I didn't brand. know they did that. That's, um, I trust you, though. And then you got Ford and Lincoln. We got, like, a lot. We There's got Ford, Ford, Lincoln, Jaguar. Jaguar? I thought it was British. I'm fairly certain we own part of Jaguar. Whoa. Yeah. Stack guy. Yes. I can yeah. hear Poff just... Yeah, they they do. Yeah, <laughs> Poff, when you listen to this, text into the group uh, if Ford owns Jaguar or a partial ownership of Jaguar. And if you don't text us tomorrow, I mean, it's not going to be a good look for you. So the um, but the story I was getting at was um, so he goes down to buy an Alfa Romeo. Sees one. It's the uh, Julia. Okay. Really nice car. Yeah. I don't know if you have any prejudice against Alpha, but uh, I I know from uh, Top Gear slash the Grand Tour that 
they're not for us. Uh, well, not I don't want to say us because I'm not big, but they're for uh, smaller folks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. People don't fit into them. Yeah. yeah. Italians aren't that big. You know what I mean? We're we're the largest uh country it's in the world. Bodies. Yeah. The the U.S. knows how to win things, and obesity is one of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So we go down there, and um, dude, like, so some guy comes up to us. It is in mass, and I don't want to say where, just in case. Um, some guy comes up to us, and he's just like, "Hey, how how can I help you?" And I like almost like thought he was a customer. He's dressed in like jeans and Jordans, mm. and wearing like my white puffy coat, but in like red. And I'm like, "Uh, Matt," and he's like, "Yeah, I have an appointment." And then the sales manager comes over and the sales manager is wearing an untucked polo with jeans and like regular ass shoes. And this isn't a Friday. This was Thursday. Thursday. This was a Thursday. Give me what what was the temperature in the dealership or in general? No, just outside. Like it was cold, but it wasn't. This was like last Thursday. It was like 30, oh. 40 degrees. Like it wasn't like. Okay. Yeah. This was like. Yeah, had it, yeah, it was last last Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thursday this past Thursday. So I was like, what what? Like I was so confused. I've never seen other than the casual Friday. I've never seen people just walking around and like 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 dude was like dripped out. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like he was dripped out, but it looked like he was going to like the mall. Yeah, just a social event, but not yeah. to sell a car. Yeah, exactly. I was just like I've never seen that before. And I see what you walk into my house wearing after work. I'm like, damn. And that was like, I used to get fucking yelled at at work and my tie wasn't straight. My GM over at, uh, at my, I don't know. If we'll, we'll keep, we'll hold the names out of it for now. Yep. But my GM at the first dealership I worked at just came up. He's like, dude, you got to fix that. Like, I'm not going to ask you again, dude. And he asked me like, there was like a second time you ever talked to me. Like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what? What is that? So it's all based on management within the, within the dealership. So I pride myself: look good, sell good, right? Feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're having a, if you're gonna come into my dealership, right, and have the second largest purchase you're ever gonna make, I I want you to feel comfortable. Be be well knowledged on what you're buying, uh, and one of those uh, two things is like you're you're gonna feel comfortable because I I dress to impress, I know what I'm talking about, and like first impression is huge. So if you're in jeans, uh, you know uh, Air Force Ones, whether they're creased or not, and uh, a puffer, like I might turn around if I'm spending. X amount of dollars on an Alfa Romeo Italian. I I definitely want a guy wearing a very gold watch if I'm going to an Italian dealership. Think about also like you could have some guy that's from Italy that just doesn't want to make the drive up to Portland to go to the nearest Alfa dealership because driving to Boston's a pain in the ass. And they want to buy an Alfa and they have that guy there. Very nice guy. Very nice guy. But hey. If you're listening to this, wear a fucking suit, wear a shirt and tie, 
you know, exactly what you said. It's the second biggest purchase. I don't want some clown. Like, I could YouTube a video of a guy wearing that same fit, and I could wear that fit and tell you what's in the car, what's not in it. But it doesn't mean I'm going to buy it from you. Yeah, I don't want any question coming out of the customer's mouth. Do you work here? That I could have said that. I literally could have said that. I'm not kidding. Yeah, like, who who is this guy talking to me? If I'm in a suit versus uh, a white puffer jeans and Air Force Ones, who are you going to approach saying you have an appointment with somebody, right? Who are you going to more likely uh, buy a car from? Though some people might be intimidated by the suit, whatever. Like, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty approachable, I think. Uh, I do have an RBF, right? So uh, that's, that's a, a con on my part, but... No big deal, right? Just got a smile, man. Yeah, that's smile, it. shake hands. That's it. Yeah, I mean, once once you start talking to me, I wake up. So that's it. You're you're nice, approachable. I'd buy a car from you. My parents have. I think. Yeah, technically, you did. You bought yeah. your truck. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear it's gone? Whoa! You know, Silverado out there, brother. I did. Yeah, I did with the templates. You you put in the F one fifty. I did, or my mom did. Yeah. Yeah. Hit a hundred four. Okay. Need something a little smoother. Yeah. You know, it was it was old. It was 2013. Yeah. Got it. We sold it for what we bought it for. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's killer. Yeah. Yeah. So you can't be that mad. No, no. I'm, I'm. If you get a good deal, that's it. <laughs> Kid loves a good deal. Yeah. That's it. Um. So hey, uh, that's you know, welcome to Raging at Sports. <laughs> Twenty five minutes of uh. How to buy a car, and you know this is this is almost like life advice for everybody. Like if you're gonna, if you need, if you don't have a degree, you don't want to go to trade school, and obviously you do not want to work at McDonald's. You literally just need to listen to what Matt just said. I'm gonna put that on TikTok. Honestly, what you said about just walk in. Yeah, walk in. That's it. Like it's sales is the easiest job. Whoa, hold on back backtrack a little bit it's not easy for sure because you'll get burned out you'll hit the 90 day wall which is the 90 day wonder um which just in in theory means i wonder what i'm doing wrong because you get too comfortable you're hitting your strides you start skipping steps and then you're just not sure what you're doing wrong you're not you're not getting stuff over the curb whatever it's the highest paying job period sales you make more than doctors you make more than dentists uh if i mean you have the ability to i'm not going to say you you go in there and they stroke a check for a quarter mil right but i know a few folks who are making 1.5 i'm sure you could name drop him yeah, I mean, he's he... let him know because I I'll, I'll name drop Brian Doyle is laughing at doctors and frontline workers. He's laughing at them. Yeah, he he says he is. Yeah, you'll never guess what I do for work. Yeah. I'm a car salesman. Like, oh, what do you sell? Ten used cars a month? Oh, sir, actually two hundred. <laughs> yeah. So this guy also used to be A to B transportation, and had a when I started working there, which was uh, February first 2018 i worked there for roughly a year and a quarter ish and for the whole time he had a 2000 toyota camry rolling 220,000 miles i was like brother you gotta get this guy's sick in the head you gotta get something else man he's like yeah maddie i know but it's 
it just does what I need it to. You should have you should have said, "Let me sell you a car." Seriously, that would have been kick ass. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been awesome. Would it have not been awesome if you were just like, you know what? Let me show you something. Yeah, and then you hit him with the shit that he does, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" Look, he's he's like the kind of guy where you're not like I still don't know if he'll probably greet me like we were best friends, but I still have no idea if he actually even knows my name or or like even knows anything about me but he's just so approachable and like turns it on immediately when you're talking money right like the the old old and almost every single rap song if you're not talking money i don't want to talk that's brian doyle (laughs) right so if you're if you go up to him and say hey i want to buy a car oh yeah i remember you you never met him never met him but it's Oh, I remember you from whatever, whenever. Uh, like make something up that yeah. it seems, and you're like, oh yeah, actually, I yeah. didn't meet this guy. He's like you, gaslighting you. Yes, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, and that's that's really it. Like that that guy is a G. Um, yeah, he he makes uh one point five easily. Uh, what else we got here? Raging at sports. Brought to you by. You got it. You got it. You you rock with I, it. I don't, man. I Anchor FM is yeah. that what, that what this is? Yeah, Anchor yeah, yeah. FM. Yeah. Uh, and like, guess what we're doing right now? Tell them what we're doing. Recording on Anchor FM. Whoa! <laughs> you know, we're just we're vibing out right now. Uh, so for example, is it that easy? It's the, we just we just clicked a button. I don't believe you. This is it. No way. We're just we're seriously rocking out like you know Brock Purdy. You wouldn't look your car salesman. You wouldn't lie to the viewers, right? Never lie. No, always tell the truth. That's it. So we just wow. click, clicked a button. We we Googled Anchor FM, first link, press record, and that's it. We're we're just we're live right now. We're cooking. So you're telling me that if I just went home, right? I'm I'm at my home. But yeah. let's say like I wasn't at my home. I could just be like, hey, like that raging at sports podcast, like that's inspiring me. I want to talk about car sales, start my own car sales podcast and how to sell 30 cars a month. I'm pretty sure Andy Elliott already has that. You know, you got to know Andy Elliott, right? I don't. What? Yeah. Oh, he's pretty cool. He's on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He shows you his, his catch lines like, I, like I'm Andy Elliott. I'm going to show you how to make 600K a year selling cars. He's kind of got like a Southern drawl. No, his videos kick ass. Like, yeah. overcome objections. Like, objection price. Like, so, ma'am, let me show you. I'm going to flip the sheet over, and I'm just going to start writing. This is my drawing board now. Like, he's he's awesome. I'll, I'll send you some of his videos. Okay. All right. Andy Elliott, if you want to start your own podcast, dude, about selling cars, moving metal, you know, the grind. It's almost like the bet. This is like such an American profession too, selling cars. Yeah, I mean, every every now and again, you'll get like a uh, somebody who turns your nose up, like, "Oh, you're you must be fucking grimy." Uh, and this is another reason why I wear suits. You, nobody's called told me I'm fucking grimy. That's for sure. I had a customer stop me and say, "Hey, how many suits do you have?" Because you you dress so nice every day. I said, "Oh, I don't know, fifteen or so," but. Uh, you should see me on holidays because I got holiday suits. I like I've seen follow him on Instagram. I don't know if I I should start posting the suits. Yeah, 
you know, maybe like on my story or something. But so back to the ad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a cat up here, actually. Oh, hello, Orange. You just like walked in. He's like, oh, what are you guys doing? Do we got another mic if you're ready? Yeah. What do you got for us today? No meow. Man, he's on the prowl. Yeah. Um. So back to the ad. Uh, if you want to start your own podcast, go home, start your own podcast. It's this easy. It's anchor.fm, and we're recording right in the browser. And, I mean, we have we have some really nice podcast equipment. Shout out Trent here. Um, but it is it is that easy. Yeah. I mean, all, all you have to do, click, and then you're recording. Uh, it's it's pretty simple. Um, but as Aiden always says, you can never be us. You can never be Joe Rogan. You can never be, uh, pardon my take. Um, I'm not even sure what other big podcasts there are out there besides... Spitting Chicklets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spitting chill, uh, Chitlets there? Chicklets. Chicklets. Like, it's, a hockey, it's like hockey's part of my take. Oh. Barstool as well. They're now, really- like... like Chitlets are the little little gums that only last for like five seconds. Have you have you been into never, a few of those? Never had one of those. Oh, that's a barbershop thing. <laughs> that's uh, not in my. Uh... I mean, you could you go down to Boston. I'd, I'd be with it. Yeah, you just get like a that's be, that would be the cleanest fade you've ever got. That's all they're gonna get. They're not even gonna ask me what I want. No, they'll they'll just what number you want. That's it. <laughs> and two. Yeah, that's it. So it was actually uh this is. With the ad, there's a guy that I met a week ago, and he's like, All right, I talked to him, and I'm like, hey, uh, you know, you got a really good voice. Like, I think you should start your own podcast. He's like, how do I do that? I'm like, Anchor FM? It's that easy. Guy's name is Joe Rogan. He has the number one podcast on Spotify. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's so crazy that you, you put him on to Anchor FM, and he's as large as he is now. Yeah. That's that's like it's that easy. Yeah, it could happen overnight. Are you gonna get paid royalties because of your? Uh... I already did. I'm oh. already. Yeah, I'm moving out. You got I'm the like, bag. I'm going out west. Yeah, I got that L.A. money. <laughs> nice. All right. So welcome to uh, Rage Against Sports here, guys. Um, you guys just listened to 35 minutes of non-sports, but uh, this is gonna be a little bit of a different episode here. We are. We're. We're tag team in this one. We're down four is, people. We're running a two man. <laughs> That's it. We're, we're down four people. We yeah. are hurting. We're we're like the Tampa two, and we all know how that went. Uh, that's why more defenses are doing uh, a lot more cover threes or cover zeros. Even that's that's kind of what we're playing against right now. We're just going all out blitz, and hopefully they're not passing a deep. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so we have um, Trent and I here. This has been this has been good. This is what I like about this though, is that no one else is here, so we have a lot of weight on our shoulders, and we can kind of take this podcast and push a narrative that everyone else kind of just has to like suck up. You know what I'm saying? Like we can kind of say like whatever we want, and next week everyone else has to deal with the repercussions. Yeah, I mean they can like we can say some dumb shit about sports on here, and they just have to like take the backlash because they're like they're probably listening to that whole thirty minute car car sales <laughs> thing, and they're like, oh god, 
Well, th- now that we've said it's 30 minutes at car sales, uh, a few times they're probably just going to skip to 35 minutes. But don't do that because, uh, Poff, I, I had explained something to you previously. So Well, they can't because this is the, the, the first 30 minutes is all car sales. Yeah. So they can't. They, once they get there, what are they going to go back and skip forward again? I don't know. They have no idea. They had yeah. to listen to it. Unless they're doing like the 15, 15, 15, 15. Maybe. Until they hear like Carson Wentz or something like that. <laughs> um how do you so who do you miss the most it's a toss-up between hagen and poff but i don't want to leave ovi and dom out i know it's just like it's i I like the stats almost instantly that's what i was gonna say i miss poff i miss his yeah quick and he's like look i'll just like be like i'll look across the table and it just yeah, so uh yeah, I mean, I'll just go into it. I miss Hagen's uh I miss Hagen's energy. I I miss he brings tr- the heat. Yeah, I I'm trying to get him going. He does. He, like, he's starting to, he's starting to get it. Like one of the blind <laughs> resumes, we'll probably talk about it off script but or uh, offline here, but um it was geared towards him. So Hagen, when you when you listen to this, be prepared for next week. I made a uh, I made an executive um what what is it called when the president exe- executive order yeah yeah i made an executive order today if you miss an episode that's fine you have to listen to the episode you missed you have to because like so i listen to every episode yeah i don't know you do yeah like poff does he admitted it hagan i'm not sure he listens to parts of it don i know ovi watches the episode he's not on i think i don't know i don't know we'll figure it out but I think that if you if you don't if you can't stand the sound of your voice, you're just listening to a podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, like it, it's a little awkward hearing your voice back through your car speakers or through your house speaker, whatever. But put it on the background. You can probably tune yourself out. Or that's why we have the nice mics. Yeah, like you might be able to uh, chime into it. Like if you were present. I like, uh, for example, when I listen back, I am uh, going back into that moment in, in my in my memory and I know what I'm going to say next, which is kind of cool. But if I'm not present, everything is new. Right. So it's just I'm, I'm tuning into raging at sports. Boys, when you listen to this podcast tomorrow or whenever it comes out, whenever you get the chance to listen to it. You have to text. What should we say? The co- the keyword. No other context. They just have to send one word in. Well, Poff already has his, but we'll. Hmm. Pro Bowl. Just pro. Just Pro Bowl. Just Pro Bowl. Nothing else, guys. Just Pro Bowl. Yeah, because who's going to talk about Pro Bowl? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's going live tomorrow at at three, I believe. Um. Let's say um. Let's do like something better, like, um, yeah, because it's going, it's going live. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone just might be a Pro Bowl. Like, this is the craziest flag football game I've ever watched. Right. <laughs> be like, um, something like funny. Maybe like, got any ideas? Um. Well, the first thing, like, I'm looking at your bottle of creatine. Say creatine. Creatine. Just say creatine. Yeah. And my dumbass is probably still gonna be like, what? <laughs> it's like, no, you told us on the podcast. But, oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, we got um, we got a slightly different mission today, right? Slightly different, and 
we're just going to run with it. We get to push whatever narratives we want, whatever takes we want to have. And we could almost make the argument that our stat guy isn't here. So we could just kind of start throwing shit out there. Yeah, we could. We could pretend do- we don't have phones or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My phone's dead, you know? Um, so like, Tom Brady definitely never threw for more than 20 touchdowns in a season, I think. I'm fairly certain he didn't. Yeah, I think he only he threw he had that forty interception season too. Yeah, that's really like five touchdowns, forty picks, something like that. That's why Jameis Winston was so elite because he threw thirty for thirty, and Tom Brady could never. So, Pop, can you? Oh, <laughs> force a habit. Um, I mean, on the topic of Tom Brady, retired. He's gone. Second time. I think the last time. I think so. It's I mean, be. He, I was, think he said he's done. He was he was crying. Yeah. Um, I think he he explored his options. And I'm not going to say, you know, he gave the list of teams he wanted to go to. It was the Niners, the Dolphins. Raiders, I think. Poff, what do you? Th- nope. There Poff. was a list. You yeah. know that. And I think he just reached out and it was just like, you know, Tom, like. We can't at this point. Like, I think he's still a starting caliber quarterback on the right team, but he doesn't want to go play for the Jets, man. He doesn't want to go play for the Texans. Like, I don't, I don't think he needs any more money. He's got Fox guaranteeing him 375. Mike, that was more than his career earnings. So, like, you're just getting double the bag for sitting in a booth and, Arguably taking over Tony Romo. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up today. That's crazy. That's that is insane to me. I I love Romo. Yeah, I'm I'm a big Tony Romo guy also, but I feel like they can't be commentators together, right? I don't think you can have two ex quarterbacks, um, besides Eli and Peyton, but they're brothers. That's different now. That's tough because there's definitely been two ex-quarterbacks. You got to think about everybody. You think so? Jim Nance was a quarterback. See, I didn't know that. Troy Aikman. Yeah. 90%. Dude, this is so hard without Poff. I'm pretty sure Jim Nance was a quarterback. Like, what are the pairs of commentators? It's like Jim Nance and Romo, Buck and Aikman, Tariko Collinsworth, that guy and Greg Olson. I don't know the guy. Fox. Yeah. Um. Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet. Booger's now a uh, analyst. Yeah. Yep. I think that was a good move for I, his career. <laughs> I could have sworn. There's another uh, big wit. He's an analyst for ESPN with Booger. Are they ESPN? I think so. Yeah. Either that or, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, because he's he's on NBC though. Or they ESPN? It's a it's a five panel. I don't know, but they have uh because I know the NBC panel is a big deal because they always do the picks before the Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah. They got uh Richard Sherman, and uh, shit, Ryan Ryan Clark, Ryan Clark. Is he on? Who's he on? He's on ESPN. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So then it can't be the it can't be ESPN that I'm talking about. 
because they're Ryan Clark and uh, Sherman are not on the same side there. I'm going to I'm going to put Poff up to something real quick. Yeah. So you ever watch um, uh, part of the interruption on ESPN? I think so. Yeah. With yeah. Tony Kornheiser, Mike Wilbon. OK. So at the end of the episode, they always like say errors. And it's Tony Reale who hosts um, Around the Horn. Okay. And he always says every error that they accidentally said in the show. Mm. That's Pop's punishment. So the nice. first to start off next episode, he's going to be like, actually, it's, you know, it's Ryan Clark's on Fox. And, you know, like he's got to go through everything. I want him to do that. I feel like that's going to be 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Probably, probably a lot of false shit. Yeah. Look, we, we know a lot about football, but there's a lot of stuff we don't know about football. Right. And commentators, I feel like is is maybe 5% of football. I get my big commentate. I'm big into the commentators. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm I'm not. Anybody. I have to. It, so my counter, we actually had this debate. Hagen will recall this. Got into a little bit of a debate with his girlfriend and her roommate about football. And she's like, oh, like it's, I can't watch it. Like something like that. Which is criminal, Hagen. I'm gonna I'm gonna call this out here criminal because she watched she she harassed Hagen. I'm using harass loosely. Like, she, got it. Great girl, very very great girl. But she harassed us for wanting to watch the Bills and the Bengals game for wild card. But we're watching it, right? We're enjoying it. Yeah. And the game's starting to be a blowout. And she's like, "Can we put a movie on? Can we do this? Like all this?" I'm like. God, I hope the Bills score and keep it close so we can keep this fucker on. <laughs> like, uh, CC, if you're listening to this, I have a, I have a feeling. So Hagen's coming back from Boston. Tomorrow, I have a feeling he might toss it on in the car because he had, he knows he has to listen to the episode. Nice. He might have to toss it on in the car. CC, if you're listening to this, I mean the best with this comment. All right, but they were talking about how boring football is and how the, um. The, the you know there's too much stoppage in play. There's really only ten minutes of actual game action. There's too many re- everything's replays, replays. No matter what it is, a run gets blown up, and you have Collinsworth. Oh, you know the D tackle, he pushes them, and you know the the linebacker hits the A gap, and you know all the shit circle and everything. And that's why you need a good announcer for football. I like the voices. I like the storytelling. That's why I've always loved. Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth. I watched every Sunday night football game through college because I realized how much they kick ass. That was, I used to hate Chris Collinsworth. I'm like, I can't fucking listen to this guy until you really, it's about the storytelling. And then all of a sudden you're watching highlights on YouTube and it's the same thing with Joe Buck. So Joe Buck was the Fox world series announcer Mm. for baseball. I hated Joe Buck, hated Joe Buck. I go back and I'm watching baseball clips and all you hear is Joe Buck's like uh, Joe Buck's voice, like there was a this crazy walk off home run or walk off hit. Um, I want to say it was the Cardinals World Series when David Freeze went off. You wouldn't know anything about this. Fuck but, no. Um, and they walk the game off. David Freeze comes off the bench in the ninth inning and ties the game up. And then I'm pretty sure he hit the game winning hit in extra innings. And all it is is the crack of the bat, and he just goes like, "We will see you tomorrow," like because it was a game six. So it's just shit like that. I mean, that's electric. I love the commentary. Yeah, I want to see. I'll, I'll even pull it up. Yeah. So quick. I feel like 
so a few years ago, I was kind of getting out of football. Like I was falling out of love with it. Um, Steelers were doing okay. They made it to the playoffs uh, last year. Um, 2021-2022 season where they got shit-canned by the Chiefs. But regardless, we made it, whatever. Uh, And then it was that year a friend of mine took me to a football game. And that was my first in-person football game ever. And I fell in love again. So uh, to your point as far as CeCe saying that it was stoppage of play, only 10 minutes of actual game time. There's a there's a pure two hours of of kind of like action, especially if you're at the game. Obviously, there's no commercials. There's barely any stoppage of play from what I remember. And really, these dudes are uh, so large. Pause that it's it's so crazy to me, man. Like football does. I mean, uh, TV doesn't do it justice. So I saw Calais Campbell. The fucking giant of a man. Massive. He's uh, might be one of the biggest players. Oh, yeah. Pause. pause. <laughs> he might be <laughs> one of the biggest men in the NFL. Pause. Yeah. He's fucking guy. I think he's a puff. Uh, check me on this. 6'8", encroaching on 300 pounds. And I was like, oh, okay. He's a big body. No. The fucker is a tower over everybody else. And you could tell in person. Yeah. Like, we were we were pretty close to the field. Uh, shout out Tommy, but like it's, it, we, we could, I could probably throw something at him. So I, I could definitely see how he was towering over Lamar Jackson. Uh, it was Steelers Ravens phenomenal game. I'm sure who won Steelers. Oh, nice. By one. Woo. Yeah. What year was this? Uh, that was, you were in college, right? No, that was last year. Yeah. You were in college. Oh yeah. No. Well, technically, I was, but I was online. Yeah. So, it was, but you, it was I, since I've known you. Yeah. 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 Because I met you freshman year. So. Yeah. The final score was nineteen to twenty. Uh, the Ravens went for two, <clears throat> didn't get it. Uh, they were stuffed on the goal line, and um, that was it. It was it was a crazy crazy game. AFC North is always close. It's never good. Um, it. I would probably you're gonna get you're gonna be a millionaire if you hit. Every under on every AFC North game. You got to just hit it. You got to go for it. Smack it. You will not be negative. This is that uh, call from Joe Buck. Breeze hits it in the air to center. We will see you tomorrow night. I mean, that's electric. That's pretty good. That's electric. That's where I was like, you know what? I kind of like Joe Buck. I can't. I can't. uh... I can't hate anymore. I mean, there was... He just doesn't get excited. Because he's always high. Pass is caught. The 35-yard line. Oh, my God. Like, whatever. It's just... Now... David Tyrese. Like, that's a joke. Hagen showed me that the other day. That's a joke. Yeah. I I feel like I kind of want him or commentators to be a little bit uh, even keeled because they don't want to hear any bias. I don't like Chris Collinsworth because he's so hot on the Chiefs. And I'm starting to not like Romo because of the same thing. He's so high on, you know. Uh, the good teams, man. They're fun to commentate. You can't deny you don't like watching the Chiefs. 
I could deny it. You don't like watch it like so the Jets suck. You know what I mean? This is the first decent year they've had in a long time. Since then, I've like filled my football knowledge with like if it wasn't for the Chiefs, I honestly I don't know if I'd be this into football. Wow. Purely because I love watching Patrick Mahomes and what he does. Look, like Kansas City fans have it real easy now, and they will have it easy for the next eight years. I'd say 15. Think he's gonna re-sign? He's a 10-year contract. Yeah. At that point, I think he'd be unless he pulls like a Manning. Yeah, like he might have just had enough. Right. Yeah. Who the fuck's gonna play to 45, right? Nobody ever does that. So I think Tom Brady was you just retired, he's 36. I think. Poff, check me on that. Yeah, he won his last Super Bowl with the Bucks at 35. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, right. Poff, check me on that. Yeah. I think I'm right though. <laughs> I'm not even gonna look it up. Uh yeah, like I don't want to hear any bias. Um, and that's I don't know, man. Like to me, commentators are either like doing their job or uh they could ruin the game for me. It it's like there's no I don't know. Like I love Al Michaels. Huge fan of him because his voice is so uh memorable. Yeah, he's commentated some of the biggest sporting events ever. When the, the U.S. beat the Soviet Union in 1980, Al Michaels, Ken Dryden. It's dead serious. You're laughing like it's yeah. fake. I'm dead serious. Did he Did he also call World War II? He might. He might. Yeah, he might have done. Yeah, Pops. <laughs> Can you check that off? He does uh, World War II in color on Netflix. <laughs> That's Al Michaels commentating. Yes. So here come the Nazis. They're storming the beach. And, uh, oh, wow, look. The, what, what a stop. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think he called um, the Miami Heat game where it's like it was all over TikTok. You know, like uh, I could probably quote it, you know, rebound Bosch. Back that wasn't to- that. That was Mike Breen. See, that guy, I'm huge on him, too, but I don't think he does football. He just no, does. he does. I think it was I'm 99 percent certain it was Mike Breen. Kevin Harlan does football. That's a name. That's a household name to me, too. Kevin Harlan listed to this. You think he's good on TV? Hagan and I are uh, driving down to Boston. We're listening to the Chiefs-Jags game. He's on the radio. This guy is a machine on the radio. It feels like you're watching the game. I'm not even kidding. And that's radio announcing is hard because they can't see it. Yeah, like that's where the people listening can't see it. I'm I am if I'm driving somewhere that's a, a, a far drive, like you were coming back from the Devils game, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's huge to have a good commentator for that. So, um, let's get into uh, let's get into some of the uh, conference championship stuff here. And uh, real quick, we're gonna do another ad for our uh, good friends, Anchor FM. Anchor FM is the easiest platform to record your podcast on. Upload it directly to Spotify and iTunes. We are all over Anchor FM, guys. It is our only sponsor, and that's a. That's a call to action. Yeah, it hurts uh, to only have one sponsor when all these other big podcasts have multiple and are getting paid through the nose. All we're asking for is just, I think, free stuff at this point, right? We'll get you, we'll get your your name out there. Um, we have the viewers. We we do have that the is viewers. not we have the viewers on TikTok and we have the viewers on Spotify. Yeah, I could show I could show them. 
I mean, maybe that's a TikTok right there. It might be a TikTok. Yeah. Sponsor us. Yeah, that's it. Anchor FM, guys, start your own podcast. If you haven't started your own podcast, everybody needs to start a podcast. It's a podcast. You talk about this shit anyway. You might as well have a chance to blow up. A chance. I'm not saying you're going to do numbers on TikTok, like one podcast that I know. But you want a chance to blow up. I'm sure there's some stuff that you could talk about that somebody out there is going to find it interesting. Anchor FM, you do it up. Get into the conference championship. Brought to you by nobody. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Brought to you by beer and alcohol. Nice. Because that's all we do on this fucking podcast. It's just drink. It's beverages. Guzzle. Gotta gotta stay hydrated. So you got the scores. Got the scores. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with the Bengals and Chiefs. Okay. I want to take this in a direction here. Take it over. I had money on the Bengals. I live bet them. I put like 50, 50 bucks on. Okay. Them, right? So I had that's that's two units for me, right? I look at what makes me twenty dollars. That's how I bet. What makes me twenty dollars? So usually my units about twenty five ish. I put two units, say two units on the Bengals, right? I'm sure, there's sports betters that listen to this podcast, so I don't want to come off as a homer here, right? Because we just we just spoke about how I I like the Chiefs. I like to watch the Chiefs. I think they're very entertaining. I think Patrick Mahomes. I'm a sports, almost like, I wouldn't say historian, but I like the history and the stuff about sports. And that's why I stopped hating Tom Brady so much. It was fun to watch. And they see you smiling over there. Yeah, I mean, this this guy is a Jets fan and just admitted that he kind of likes Tom Brady. And so I kind of like to watch Okay, Tom Brady. Yeah. I like to watch, and that's why I, I grew to like Sidney Crosby. I used to hate him. I'm like, oh, he's a crybaby. I'm like, fuck, man. This guy's special. One day, he's not going to be there. That's the kid, the guy I grew up watching. So that's why I like to take in everything when it comes to sports and what I'm watching. And Patrick Mahomes is one of those things. You can't deny that he is a special talent. Every game, he's doing some crazy shit. Yeah, that, that brother knows how to sling the ball. So... The Bengals blew that game. I don't want to hear anything about, oh, the refs, the refs. Look, there's a camera angle that I saw on Twitter of the referee blowing the play dead. And I'm not going to blame the refs in any way, but the referee runs off the sideline and he's flailing his arms and he's blowing the whistle. We are in Arrowhead. It is loud. Okay, maybe they're not cheering that loud because the Chiefs were on offense. Right. The play was clearly blown dead when they gave the ball back to the Chiefs. They ended up hunting the ball. Right. Okay. Big deal. Yes, they missed that roughing the passer on Burrow when he pushed him over. Mm -hmm. I'll give him that. Right. 15 yards. Was that the last drive of the game for the Bengals when that happened? Or was that earlier? I think that was that was one drive before the end. Okay, so I was very high on this game, and I got my satisfaction, right? A three-point Chiefs-Bengals game. I was giddy almost the whole day. I'm like, fuck, man, I want to watch this game. You know what I mean? Like, 49ers-Eagles, that game fucking sucks. Like, there's nothing to talk about there. But holy shit, man, was I excited for this game, and I got my fix. So. The Bengals get the ball with two and a half minutes left, right? Yeah. Yep. 
and I I look over at Hagen. We're at, we're at Applebee's, and I'm like, "Holy shit, dude!" Like Joe Cool is about to do it, like kind of Romo style almost. I'm like, "Joe Cool, baby!" Like he's gonna yeah. do it, Jim. He's gonna do it. So, I and they they convert on that third and nineteen. Holy fuck! And I'm yeah. like, "Yo, this game's over. Like that that that's over, right?" No, they have to punt. I think Chris Jones had a clutch sack. Yeah, I think, I think it was on that last set of downs. Yeah, third, third down and nine. Uh, Chris Jones come over, uh, comes over through the line and has his uh, true postseason sack, second sack of his career. Right, um, but it wasn't a half sack. Look at it on TikTok. We had a guy on the podcast. I'm not going to say who predicted that. Yeah, I just, you know, uh, as I'm not going to say who I said previously. Uh, you know, we, we know ball and then we also know, uh, we barely know ball. So, so that same group of people that predicted the Chris Jones also all took the 49ers to win that game by the <laughs> spread. Yeah. Look, uh, that brings up a pretty good point that in playoffs, I think there should be a different rule though we did make a little bit of a rule change for overtime with the Bills and the Chiefs, right? But, uh, you know, 13 seconds, that's going to live in Josh Allen's head forever. But I feel like there should be a third quarterback, either undressed, but has pads or dressed, whatever, as a pure emergency. Because when I saw on the fucking uh, TV that Christian McCaffrey was the emergency quarterback? You gotta be fucking kidding me. The NHL is doing that same debate with goalies. Yeah, like just because they have a guy in the stands who's the emergency backup, and he serves as the backup for both teams. What if what if both goes down? Then what yeah. the fuck are you gonna do? Six on five, call and then, somebody in. Yeah, the Zamboni driver, right? Uh, yeah, David Ayers, Zamboni driver. Yeah, That's serious. Yes. You know, did you I, say that intentionally? I, yeah, I know of that story. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. That impressive. Thank you. Impressive. Yes. So. Um, I I feel like just for playoffs, they should have three quarterbacks eligible to dress, or have a, a roster um, bend of instead of fifty two, then it's fifty three, and it's just a pure quarterback. Uh, I think almost like sign a guy. Every playoff team should almost sign a quarterback that's available. Yeah, I mean, then you get like the Josh Johnsons to the NFL, but well, then you get maybe like a like. Colin Kaepernick or uh, like Colin Kaepernick is signed for the playoffs. Like, let's see. Like, oh my God! Like Mahomes and Henny went down. In comes Kaepernick and he wins a game. Like that could get a guy a job. You know what I mean? It could. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, though I don't mean any disrespect to Josh Johnson, uh, because that guy had a, a fucking journey. Fourteen, fifteen teams could never get a shot. You know, uh, folks in the stats might say rightfully so. I mean, he, he probably didn't have that great of an outing, but uh, whatever. That guy still made an NFL roster multiple times, right? Regardless if he was just riding the bench. They said a- this is the best third guy we have. Yeah, right. So, like, they, they scouted free agents when Jimmy G went down and was like, fuck, who do we go to? Oh, Josh Johnson. Yeah. Uh, we can nickname him JJ, and he probably won't see the field ever because Brock Purdy uh, exists. And then Brock Purdy got a fucking UCL total tear. Might have to get Tommy John and is out for the does, season. He does have to get it. 
Oh, he does. I'm pretty sure that's why he's out. It's because he's going to get it repaired. Well, I thought he had to do a second like opinion through another MRI, but you might. I wish Poff was here. Yeah, Poff, come on. Uh, but he's gonna he's gonna text me after he listens. He's like, dude, like I had to be up at five thirty tomorrow. Like, come on, like don't be a dick. <laughs> What's he got to do tomorrow? Work? Yeah, I think so. Actually, whoa, I, yeah. What's he do again? He's a He's a hotel uh, front desk worker. Cool. Okay. Yeah. For what? For what hotel? <laughs> it's a Red Roof, I think. Okay. Yeah. Book book your stay at Red Roof. Um, he said he said there's some uh, there's some shit that used to go on there too. Oh. Yeah. Like some. It's like a drug, and like cheat on your wife hotel. That's a, that's a perfect place for Poff. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Red Roof, dude. That's why we gotta get him in the cars, man. Yeah. That. I think that guy could sell, but he's a shark. Yeah. Um, was like, it... That's kind of like the slap the hood of the car. Like, yeah. See this <laughs> clean Carfax. Like, dude, this thing's been in like 12 accidents. I checked. Nope. No. Incorrect. <laughs> uh, Works fine. It's like, like when you're starting the engine. Uh, so 49ers Eagles. I mean, I'm, Unless you wanted well, to still talk I, about, I was still going about the Chiefs. I want yeah, to talk about okay. that last penalty. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. So the Bengals punt the ball back, right? You lose as a Bengals fan. I don't care about the calls, anything like that. And you lose all everything because you should have scored on that drive. And it's like, oh, what about the illegal block in the back on a punt? I've seen that a million times. Okay, I'm not gonna cry about that. Guy takes it to what the fifty. 50-yard line, 49-yard line. Yeah, ridiculous punt. Uh, a 20-plus 20, 20 return. Great return. Fantastic. And I remember, I'll steal this from part of my take, everyone was ragging on the Chiefs special teams. That one play. All it takes is one play with special teams in order to make a difference. It just takes one play, period, for football. Yeah. But yeah. special teams especially. Right. You can have a mediocre special teams, like whatever. Actually, I have a I have a topic we're going to bring up after this. Remind me. So, you bring that punt back. Fantastic job. I that is a penalty. The the hit out of bounds is a penalty 20 times out of 20 times. I do not need to shit on that guy. I forget his name. Uh his last name is uh Osai or something. I don't need to shit on him, okay? Yeah. Whatever. That happened. I've seen it a million times and I get, oh my God, you're going to the, you know, it's the AFC championship game. You can't make that play. The Chiefs are winning that game anyway. They have eight seconds on the clock and we saw what they did with 13 from the 25 yard line. Right. You need five yards. So you need to cover out of bounds completely, right? Well, you do that. You send a guy up the field. Patrick Mahomes has an arm that he will test so there's no way to prevent this whatever's going to happen this next play 15 yards yeah that helps yeah that won them the game quote unquote but really i think the Bengals lost that game is that last drive you talk about you belichick always says we don't blame the refs we should have done better we should have never let ourselves get into that position and i i didn't hear what zach taylor had to say after the game but if it was anything other than that I, I think that his coaching is completely invalid. I think as a Bengals fan, I think that we supported you 
through everything, right? Through all the bullshit this year. That fucking coin toss bullshit and getting screwed out of a game you were probably going to win. They saw You saw what they did to the Bills at in Buffalo. Yeah, they're manhandling them. What were they going to do on that Monday night game going driving down the field up 7-3 to three and going to score another touchdown? They were going to score on that drive before DeMar Hamlin died. Yeah, it was it was imminent because when when the Bills and the Chief, uh, Bills and the Bengals played each other again, right? The the Bengals manhandled them. Oh my god. Again. Yeah. In the snow. <laughs> in Buffalo. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like, oh, the hardest place to play. Yeah. My ass. So awesome. I've I support the Bengals on that. I support the issues they had this season with everything. Great. But if you're a fan and you're going to point fingers at the refs and post all those memes of, you know, the refs want, refs are going to the NFL Super Bowl for the first time ever. Put the jersey swap with Mahomes and the ref. Like, that shit was funny. But if you're a Bengals fan and you're posting that, that's pathetic. Because you had the position to win the game. You need to score on that drive. You have the ball with two and a half minutes left. I'm pretty sure they had three timeouts from what you were. You had good field position and you converted on a third and 19. That should be criminal to not carry that momentum in the end zone or a field goal. The game is tied. All you needed was a field goal. You got beat by Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs. That's it. That's plain and simple. Get them next year. Beat them back. I'm sure they're going to play in the regular season next year. Yeah, I I feel like Zach Taylor was really conservative and had uh, a little bit of, man, what's the word I'm looking for? Like confidence in his defense to say, hey, we'll get one more stop for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, we'll punt it. But like a two-minute drill with Patrick Mahomes, uh, as as you said previously, it only takes 13 seconds, right, against prevent defense. You're asking for a field goal. Right. So that's you're you're just you only need really uh with a good kicker uh 65 yards right that's a 55 yarder so uh it's just I don't I don't know man um I I feel bad for the Bengals I had money on the Bengals they definitely should have won the game uh not a lot of run game which I thought was crazy to me uh, especially having two and a half minutes left. I think you almost have to play. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to say this and be completely wrong, but I think you got to play to the vibes of the game. You got to go Burrow versus Mahomes. I th- it's straight up. And I I understand where you're coming from with the run game, but I think if either coach like neither coach could just be like, hey, we're gonna pound the rock this game. We're playing against Mahomes. Like, we're going to throw him off. I think you just got to straight up. You got to quarterback it, man. That's a game where if you don't run the ball a single time, I'm not complaining. But even if I'm Zach Taylor or Andy Reid, I might go talk to the other coach and be like, hey, let's just fucking pass the ball. Let's air it out. Let's see. Let's do it. This is what everybody wants. It's the vibe. It's You can't, like, if it was, if it was the Chiefs and the Bills in the AFC Championship, I don't think it means as much as the Bengals and the Chiefs. That is the rat. That's we we are blessed to watch that for the next eight years at least. Yeah, I I feel like that's going to be the the game of the year every year. Um, 
But I, I don't know, man. Like I'm an AFC North fan. You bag on me all the all the time, but I am a technically I, I kind of am a fan of the whole division. I will love the Steelers forever, but if the, I'm going to watch the Bengals through the playoffs, I'm going to hope for them. Unless the Steelers are playing them, then obviously I'm going Steelers. But it's more of like we are the best division in in sports, so I want the uh, Lombardi Trophy to come back to my division. Um. Almost could make the Steelers look better the next season if they beat the Bengals who just won the Super Bowl. Beat the reigning Super Bowl champions. But what does that say about the Rams? Right? <laughs> That's really tough. But then again, like their best player uh, went out uh, in an injury, Aaron Donald, and like wasn't the same. Uh, I don't even know if he came back. He probably was just like uh, pulled out for uh week nine and on i'm not even sure if he saw the field i think he had three or four games played but then that's why jalen ramsey also saw more light because he was now the only rams player on the defense besides like taylor rap but uh that's why he had an off year because there's no pass rush mm-hmm. right um but circling back the Bengals couldn't run the ball really because of chris jones right frank clark interior defensive lineman uh, best best in the game, right? Uh, the defensive line versus offensive line, it was unfair, really, um, because of how much injury and, and turnover the offensive line had for the Bengals. So, like, it's a bad take on my part for not running the ball, but one of them just has to break free, right? You just need, like, eight yards. That's why you pay these guys to get the hard four yards. You You literally just said it. Earlier, when we were talking about special teams, it ta- it's football. It takes one play. That's it. Like a, a third and 19, that's a passing down. Uh, borderline, third and nine, definitely a passing down. Third and five. Third and six, you could run it, yeah, arguably. I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at third and six running it. Uh, I am mad at third and 19, Matt Canada, calling a screen. That's bad. Jet sweep. That's bad. Right. Some runs are pretty like designed to break break free, right? Like interior zone, that's a good one to run. Um, outside zone, another one, pretty good one to run. Uh I don't know, man. Like Joe Burrow could have won the game. Zach Taylor could have won the game with better play calling, but it boils down to just who had the ball last. Do you agree that the Bengals can't really blame the refs? Like, cause you you said you're you're the AFC North fan. You're rooting for the Bengals, obviously. Are you on that side of the coin? There's missed calls in every game, and if one play decided the game, which it obviously can, but it's not something the refs missed. Uh, besides the tuck rule, right? That that's a momentum switch, but um. I don't know. Like, I don't blame the refs for that game going the opposite way, uh, but that's just what the script says, right? So, Mahomes also passed for like three hundred something yards. Like, you can't have a black bowl with Joe Burrow in there. That's true. But I mean, kind of you can, right? Joe Shiesty. Nah, that's that's like a <laughs> like that's Joe Burrow is like the last two years he's been a top three white boy of the year. Yeah. Up there with like Jack Harlow and I'm I'm trying to get a I'd trade. I say Luca. 
<clears throat> yeah, Luca, Luca's up there too. You're gonna yeah. be giving up a lot. We're gonna need like almost we're talking Jay-Z territory. That's crazy. For if we're talking, dude, look at the 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 potential. We're talking Joe Burrow or Luca. I'm taking I need Jay-Z in the conversation. I'm probably I knew I would need both to even consider bringing Jay-Z to the table. <laughs> okay. All right, then we're we're far off. That, and that's okay. Do we'll, we even get like a three-team trade going? Maybe we get someone over from the Asian team. Um say Jackie Chan. That's not bad. Someone cool like that. Yeah. Maybe you guys get him. <laughs> we'll take Jay-Z. And we ah, it's tough. We gotta give we gotta give something. Yeah, we we, need... we gotta get yeah. Uh, mm, say maybe Jack Harlow, maybe. He could be he could be on the move. After his last album, I don't think I want him. Let's send him over. Can we even talk about this? Like we don't have we don't have an Asian correspondent here with yeah. us. So we don't know what they would prefer. Right. I can text Nick. I had, a, I had a Vietnamese kid living in okay. my house, like actual from Vietnam. Yeah, they text him what they want. Yeah, well, he'll take he'll take Dak. He's a big Dak Prescott guy. If you could move Dak, I I'm okay with without Dak. You could probably get at least. I'm trying to think, I don't know who you'd be able to get. I'll I'll see who you'd be offering up. Might be like a Dak Prescott and like a, might be Jalen Hurts too. Now we're kind of pushing it because I mean you can get some cool stuff back though. I I'd, I'd hope so. That man squats six hundred pounds. Hurts? Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That every commentator says it now. You'll probably hear it in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, there's there's probably a prop bet as far as how many times he's going to mention it. Uh, the line's probably uh, one and a half. But that man is serious. That's why quarterback sneak works so much. Um. Oh, because he just just fucking moves a pile the offensive line i mean is that a good segue for the eagles 49ers yeah i was uh i was gonna pull something up here real quick okay um i mean you you've watched porn right <laughs> uh yeah you know like you know uh asa akira no asa akira something like that I'd, I'd probably have to see a photo. But... She's she's good. Okay. Uh, I'll just say that. She's yeah. she's popular. She's okay. probably put her top 10. Okay, yeah. I would say maybe she would be someone that, would, that could be on the move over, you know, we're talking a Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts situation. That could be a, like, you might get Jeremy Lin, too, if you're rocking with that. Sure. I um, mean. Apollo Ono, he's a U.S. skater. He won a gold medal. Apparently, Tiger Woods is Asian. What? Yeah. Don't take that from me. I'm not. Um, <laughs> What's the percentage? Tiger Woods, one of the most successful golfers in history, is of Thai and Chinese descent. He also describes himself as being Caucasian, black, and Asian. So he could technically, he's got a lot of, that's like almost like every offer. He's got three five-star offers. He's the Holy Trinity. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder he's so good at golf. Yeah. You know? Um, Yeah, I don't know. That 
I wonder what he would almost take. You know what I mean? Like you got three hats sitting in front of you. What do you, I wonder what he commits with. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's, we need to get him on here. <laughs> that should be pretty easy. I think so. We just outside of an email or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's probably easy to contact. I think so. Yeah. He's won how many masters? <laughs> like, I don't know, like six. I don't know. And one when he came back out of nowhere. Yeah, I think he he's he started young, but um, I think he's he's only won like ten championships. I'm not sure. He's pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly certain he's he's good. So Eagles 49ers. Trent, you kind of hit it on the head already. Um, I mean that Brock Purdy injury, that was the game. Yeah, it's it's hard to throw the ball when you have Tommy John, uh, and that's really tough. Um, and then you have Josh Johnson coming in off the bench. He might know five plays of the playbook, right? He wasn't supposed to see the field, so um, I'm not even sure. Like he, he, I think he was wearing a wristband, so he's probably okay just reading it off there. Um, throws two, goes through two plays. Then gets bushwhacked, concussion, and then they're like, fuck, what do we do? And the Brock Purdy is coming back in the game. And I, here's what pisses me off the most. Twitter's up in arms saying he should throw the fucking ball. What is he doing? La-di-da-di-da. Like, get off the couch, put your shoulder and your elbow in the opposite position it's supposed to be from a fucking... 265 pound man and let me know if you can even feel your hand let alone your arm and then throw it accurately 25 35 yards whatever i would love when we interview george we're still working on a date for this had tommy john surgery i will talk to him about this just so we can put all these couch warriors to rest i have elbow issues in my left arm because of the way I used to throw. I have nerve issues. So I sometimes I can't feel these two fingers, which is why I play primarily first base, and that's where I'm comfortable with. That started in high school. I I might <clears throat> have a partial tear in the UCL. I don't use it enough where I need to get an MRI. Completely side note, something like Eddie, who one time dropped a fork in the kitchen, had a partially torn rotator cuff, reached down to grab it too fast and tore his rotator cuff. That's kind of metal. Something like that, yeah. And then he tore the other one a couple of years later. <clears throat> so something like that could happen. But I'm not I'm not doing anything other than chucking the, the softball around a little bit and throwing the football around every now and then. Just recreationally. I don't need to get something on my elbow. However, when my last year of baseball... You want to talk about when you have an elbow issue and it's not even a tor- fully torn UCL, which I know for a fact I don't have, you try throwing a baseball or a football. It doesn't work. There's some days, like, when I go outside and have to play catch with my friends, I don't mean to make this all about myself. I'm just trying to put things into perspective. When I'm outside playing catch with my friends, I only get, like, I could take, like, maybe 20 reps with the football before things start going a little bit haywire. And I'm not able to grip the football anymore. You saw what was going on. They're massaging his arm and he's trying to grip a football and you can't. You don't have the grip strength anymore. 
So I like that you brought that up with all these guys on the couch is you tear your UCL, which is a very important ligament in a throwing motion, right? And I don't mean to say that like like this is elementary school, but it, it has to be. Some people don't know. Some people have zero idea. And it's like you want to see some nasty injuries in baseball, watch a pitcher tear their UCL. Seriously, it's brutal to watch. I think you hear it, right? The, sometimes you can hear it but the ball goes straight into the ground or it goes haywire and they're instantly down and you know that you know when you tear it that's i remember george telling me that i remember began telling me that they both had tommy john as 20 year olds yeah 20 year olds they're getting tommy john and you feel it you hear it you know you just tore your ucl so whatever football guy like anything like that get the fuck out of here it's a quarterback you need to be able to throw the ball. Jalen Hurts is mid as fuck without a shoulder. Okay. AC joint, whatever. The, is that what they said it was? AC joint? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mid as fuck. He's not good without his shoulder being 100%. I stand by that. Now, with with the two weeks that he's going to have for the Super Bowl, right, we're, we're uh, almost halfway through um, week one, right? <clears throat> His shoulder's going to be good to go. I I mean, if you want to get in the Super Bowl preview, I mean, I I feel like... There's not much to talk about with this Eagles-Niners game. There, there really isn't. I mean, the Eagles ran away with it. They knew they didn't have to pass the ball, so they gave uh, Jalen's shoulder uh, a little more of rest, right? Just ran the fucking ball. And it showed how dominant the offensive line is against anybody. That's the number one defense. And they're running it fucking over. Scored five rushing touchdowns. So I'm going to bring this up because we like to talk about coaches. We've I've been very critical of McDermott, Sean McDermott. And I don't think he's actually a good coach. And I think that was exposed this year. Even though, oh my God, what do they have? Twelve and four record, twelve and five, twelve and five. Yeah, twelve and five. I still think he was exposed. Nick Sirianni is not a good head coach, but Sirianni understands that you need to run the ball. They have him dead in the water. You run the football and you close out the game, and that proves that even the worst head coaches—I wouldn't say worst—even the the most average and mid-level head coaches. <clears throat> Know that you have to do that to close out a game. Basic knowledge. I feel like he played a lot of Madden. That's all it takes, almost. Right? What else do you need to do? Yeah, I I feel like he just knows clock management. Maybe he has a guy whispering in his ear, like, "Hey, the the next uh, few series, just run the ball, and we'll we'll sprinkle in some screens, checkdowns, whatever's or options." But uh, we're we're just gonna be running the ball here. We're gonna we're gonna burn. 10, 12 minutes on this drive here. When we start this raging at sports football program, right? We're in the, the U14 league somewhere, and we need to look up at that clock. We have zero issues. I'm serious. I'm with that. I, I feel we got like the boys coaching. We don't even we don't even need to look at the clock. It's so easy. Look, you go up two scores, you run the fucking ball. And I get it. Oh, my God. Like, why don't you keep scoring? You don't need to. You can, if you're an NFL, you're a professional coach on a professional team, you should not need any assistance in protecting a two-score lead. 
Yeah, Atlanta Falcons. Even a deep, deep two-score lead. Let's say a 14-point lead. 13 points is tough. Something where it's not just like a couple field goals. You know what I mean? Mm. Let's say like even like, I'll even give it like nine points. You should be able to at least 10 points, right? Perfect. You should at least be able to give up that touchdown and field goal and then be like, okay, now there's not much time on the clock, right? 10-point lead in a second half. I understand, you know, there's a lot of factors and I'm being completely ignorant of these factors right now, but you give me a 10 point lead midway through the second quarter. Let's say our team just scored a touchdown with seven, seven to go in the second quarter or third quarter. Okay. I would like to run the clock. I would take, I would take myself in running the clock. Obviously Vegas would too. Logically. Yeah. We're bleeding. Yeah. They need to pass the ball. Right, they need to go, 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 go. So I know that maybe they don't actually. Maybe they run the ball a little bit, but there's a little bit of sense of pressure. They're not running the ball on those third and sixes that you were talking about earlier, or even third and four. Right, you're down two scores. You need a first down. You need to pass the ball. Need it. So <clears throat> I take. I'd bet on any of us that talk about this too. Obviously, we're being the couch warriors right now. Right, saying that it's easy, it's probably not. Yeah, give us things going. Yeah, but give us a shot, man. Shot. Let's. I'm running the ball, and I think Nick Sirianni is the first credit I will give him. Nick Sirianni is carried by his team. He's not a good head coach. I'll say he's an average head coach. I'm not gonna say that he's not good, but he's not. He's not great. He is an average head coach that knows what to do in the situation he's given. They have a superstar offense. Superstar defense. He ran the ball. Good job. I'm not saying that sarcastically. Good job. Because there are coaches that don't know how to do that. Like McDermott. Yeah, Sean McDermott. Uh, borderline um, Mike McDaniel. Okay. I think you, I think I'm you, with it. You might like him a little bit. Just a, I'm I'm a, I think he's interesting as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great guy. Um, but on Sirianni, I think he's above average. But it's only I'll give him above average. Yeah, it's, I agree with you. It's only because that he's such a good players coach. I am huge on different styles of coaching. Bill Belichick, wonderful game management coach. Best in the game when it comes to game managing. That's why him and Tom Brady had that huge dynasty, right? Because they are both game managers. They played off one another. They know what each other are going to say. Nick Sirianni, Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid, um, borderline Zach Taylor. Uh, that, that's all it that, that's coming to my head there for very good. Tomlin. Tomlin. Player coaches. Tomlin's not a player coach. He is. Oh, no, I'm saying he manages the game well. Tomlin? Yeah. I think he manages the game well. Yeah, I, I think he... He plays within his means really well, I think. Yeah. From an outside perspective, okay. the Steelers are almost in every game. Yeah, they. Yeah. so the whole division, I've said this previously, the whole AFC North division plays to their competition. And will often fall to trap games because they're playing with their food. The Bengals showed me that uh, this year that what I just said was 
load of shit because they put up 28 points against the fucking Panthers in the, in two quarters of football. They manhandled them. Uh, but that was just like Joe Burrow saying, I really don't want to play with my food. I want to go out there and sling the fucking ball and have Joe Mixon go out there and, and play like he's supposed to, right? He'd get a, get another contract. I think he scored four touchdowns in that game. Two on the ground and two in the air. I remember that being a fantasy, a big fantasy thing. Yeah, huge, yeah. huge on that guy, but maybe not after the news I heard. Did you hear any of this? I thought it got cleared. I don't know the details. Yeah, talking about the court. I think the court cleared him though. That's good. Yeah. Um, like that's my keeper. Uh, I mean, this is arguably cancelable, but I mean, I. I like him as a player. I don't like him offside, uh, off of the field, right, for his actions Maybe in college. Like slug and... that girl in college. But she called him the N-word. That was him, right? I'm 99% sure it was. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And he, like, knocked her the in a bar. fuck out. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was bad. Cleaned her out. Oh, yeah. Now, what what was said previously, nobody knows. But he said, she said kind of thing. We see the video footage. And it's just she says one word or, or a few things, whatever, and then bam, lights out. Um, so you pulled a gun on somebody. I think another female. I think, yeah. And uh, I hope it was cleared, but regardless, whatever, can't be doing that. Um, You're in the NFL. You're like smarten up. Come on. Uh, you have a multi-million-dollar job. I, man, I feel like like Henry Ruggs, for example, going a fucking hundred and twenty, whatever, killing somebody, that's fucked. Okay, uh, you have a multi million dollar job, act like it, get a ride. You have your own separate Uber company. Did you know that they have drivers? I didn't know that drivers for this reason to uh, say like, hey, I'm going out drinking, be at this place, fucking wait for me for like three hours, whatever. They're paid to do that. Right, they can afford uh, a three thousand uh, dollar an hour kind of wait for a taxi, whatever, because it's far better than losing your life, mm-hmm. right? Like your career. Come on, I, I had this conversation with Eddie a few years ago about like off the field stuff, and he said if he can go back, he would start a company that literally like teams hire to watch specific athletes, literally like a babysitter. Like think about like he said like if Mike Tyson. Literally, they just like locked him in a cage and only let him out to like hit a bag. Like, he would have never lost a fight ever. <laughs> like, he would, like, yeah. s- he would still be fighting to this day. Like, some shit like that. And like Antonio Brown, that that happened on the field as far as his decline. But if you could, like, he was talented when he was on the Bucks, too. He sure was. You could literally, like, if you have a guy, just be like, who was the coach back then? For the Bucks? Yeah, I completely forget. Oh, Arians, Arians, Bruce. Yeah, Arians. Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians just goes, "Hey, Antonio, like, can you come into my office real quick?" It's like, "Hey, this is John, okay? John, like, this is uh Antonio. Hey, John's gonna follow you around, okay? He's really cool, but he's gonna make sure you stay out of trouble, okay, Antonio?" And he's just like, "All right, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that, an entourage, that me. like, yeah, yeah. Let's just like." Make sure that our guys, like, if I was a GM, I'd be all over this. I'm paying this guy, or an owner, I'm paying this guy how much money? 
Like he did what? <laughs> like imagine you walk into work, right? You make you make good money. We yeah. don't need to get into the details, but you make good money. Yeah. You walk into work, and your boss is just like, "Hey, Mac, can you come here?" It's like you pull the gun on your girl, your ex girlfriend. What are you doing? Like shit, like that. Like you would you would get fired, right? You would get fired. Yeah. I I might have mixed up the stories, but a Mets minor leaguer did that while he was last year while he was in the minors in Syracuse. Like on, pulled a gun on his uh, girlfriend. On on another topic of these off the field antics, um, this one was kind of hushed. Stetson Bennett arrested, DUI, public intoxication. Public intoxication. I mean, like that's that's one step down. Um. But yeah, that's crazy, man. Like, uh, get get a few people around you that just follow you around, entourage, right? Your your company or security, whatever. Have them be big bodies, but Keeps always you safe. Always stay sober, and it's not like you're gonna get tagged for public intoxication when you're hanging out with a group of guys. They'll just. I don't think they would allow that. To, they'll be like, "All right, officer, we're bringing him home." Right. And they're like, wait, 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 no, 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 no. We get, this is Stetson Bennett. Like, yeah. One one can hang behind and be the fall guy, and then the other three are just dragging him home. Yeah. And That's then it. he kicks that fall guy an extra two grand. It's something. For spending the night in jail. Yeah. Um, We could be on to something here. Uh, I feel like they it already kind of exists, but it's not, not utilized. Not the level. Yeah. Right. These guys want to be, like, separate and, like, want to ride solo. They want to go out with their boys, like. Just fucking protect yourself, man. It's not hard. Protect your GMs, owners, protect your assets. These are, this is what makes you money, right? Yes. You are the owner of the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is your, is your paycheck. You're paying him, but Mahomes is your paycheck. Where are you without Patrick Mahomes at the moment? Do you do you think he does anything off the field that's bad? No, no, he's got the he can't even play pickup basketball. Oh yeah, with his contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that guy's actually smart. The yes. owner's smart. He's like, fuck that shit, man. He's not gonna do anything. Yeah, you are literally going to go to your house. You're gonna hang out with your miserable wife <laughs> and your brother. Yeah, and you are going to come to the field play football. I think they have a kid too. Yeah, yeah. I think they just, yeah, I think they do. It's a, a son. So, um. Yeah, welcome to uh, generational wealth, little one. Uh, yeah, you you own all of Kansas City. Congratulations! Your mom is the luckiest woman in <laughs> the world. Um, yeah, I think she owns part of the Kansas City Royals now too. Oh my god, really? I think it's something like that. Where I was, I I saw it on uh, ESPN. I was like, what the fuck? That's so smart. I mean, yes, hundred percent. Yeah, she's she's a part of the ownership of something that I was like, huh, I had to read it twice. I don't want to I don't want to get into this entirely. Um I love when I think a lot of these guys could benefit from some sort of financial management lesson class. Any of these professional athletes cuz you see the really really smart athletes, Magic Johnson, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. These guys that invest their money. 
I'll even I know this example off of like the top of my head. It sounds bad. Twenty one Savage is actually insanely smart. Has all these face tasks and shit. He is a real he invests in real estate. You know he's British? I do know that. <laughs> That's the funniest stat. <laughs> stack guy stack guy Trent? Yes. He invests in real estate. So he took all this money that he made from all these albums. Hmm. Yeah, he bought he bought some nice clothes, some nice cars, some nice jewelry. Everybody would. You I would have do that. To. You, you have, have you literally yeah. have to. But that jewel that what happens the second you drive a car off the lot, Trent? Depreciation. What happens exact the second you walk out of that jewelry store? Probably depreciation. Yeah. A, a watch depreciates. Yeah. It's the same thing as a car. Right. It depreciates instantly when you when you hand it over instantly depreciates the only asset that has the ability to appreciate is borderline a watch but also a house real estate real estate so you give some of these guys some financial management stuff like you know a lot of these athletes that like come out of college don't end up finishing their degree you know what i mean Mm. props to sauce gardner yeah, going back to school. Went back to school, finished his degree. Degree isn't completely necessary, obviously. You know, you've made a lot of really good money while you're in college, which is great. Not saying that these athletes need to go become a car salesman <laughs> after they retire. But I think that a little bit of this financial management stuff could definitely benefit. And I want to tie it into the NFL, even I think as a rookie, maybe just give some of these guys classes. Yeah, I feel like... I know it'd be hard. I don't sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Let's talk about also like they should get lifetime insurance just by being signed to an NFL. Think about how much the NFL makes. You can't provide some of these guys some lifetime insurance like like the military does, right? Some of these guys are going to be in the NFL way longer than a lot of people are in the military. Yeah, I think there is a little bit of uh, some sort of insurance, but I definitely think like some of these uh, professional athletes that have the ability to, uh, as Marshawn always says, uh, contain their chickens or contain his chickens, right? Keep care, take care of his money. If he teaches the class, it's going to be funny and people are going to show up and people are going to listen because He's going to be uh, able to talk directly to them and not who's this fucking guy in a, a suit and a tie telling me how to control my money. Fuck him. Fuck the organization for bringing these guys in. Um, but he, they'll probably listen to Marshawn because he's a player. Do you remember the uh, do you remember the Island boys? They're still they're still around. They're not really anymore. They're like bankrupt. That's, that's good. So. <laughs> I, I the only reason why I bring this up is they had an interview on um I don't I don't list I only saw clips from it. It was of the uh I think it was on the Jake Paul podcast. And one of the guys was just like, Hey, like you got all this money now, like you guys just blew up and all this shit and they're like I forget if he said like, Do you have any plans on investing? Like what are you doing to make sure that you keep this money? And like both of them were like, man, like fuck you, like don't tell me how to spend my money and shit. Now they're both broke. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. Yeah, it yes. is funny. It yeah. is really honestly funny. 
Um, and you get like sad, you get sad stories like Delonte West, who was homeless for a while. Yeah. From that, the NBA. That hurts. Shit like that. That shouldn't happen when you sign that paycheck. doesn't matter if you are an undrafted free agent. I think the NFL should almost put on some sort of class and require these guys to go to this class to teach you how to manage your life almost for the rest of your life and just be like, hey, it doesn't matter if you don't play a single snap. This $50,000 you make this year needs to change your life, and it will. And I think that – I don't know if you agree with that or not. but Yeah, I do, but I, I think it also falls onto the agent. So uh, during draft time, like uh, Shaquille O'Neal is is in, in a – either Facebook or Instagram reel, whatever um, on some sort of podcast talking about how he spent his first rookie check. And then his agent was like, Hey, keep some money because you have some taxes. Island boys. No, fuck you. Uh, Now they're bankrupt and broke. Right. Uh, But like Shaquille uh, taxes came around and he was like, Oh, I got to pay in. Uh, because I made all this money, one hundred and twenty-five thousand. I'm not sure what I what I have to do now. Uh, I'm not sure how he got out of it, but I'm sure he did. Um, that's it. Now, now he's saying, like to his kids, uh, <laughs> that he's rich. The family is not rich, uh, and that's that's funny to me too because that's true. He did every he ground and did everything he needed to do uh, to get into the NFL, uh, big body and dominated and then made all his money it's his money before we get into the super bowl we got this is a way too early question for you you're getting married in four months assume you're gonna have a family one day is that the intention that's the intention yeah is that gonna be like how are you gonna treat that is that your is your car sale that's your money that's your commission i think that would be kind of a dog that would be such a car salesman move you know what I mean? Look, like, uh, so the in theory we're gonna have two children. My daughter probably gets whatever she wants. That's that's just it. You gotta teach the son. Yeah, the son. Lessons. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Go make your own money. What if you got you almost? I I think this. I I don't mean to. You know, I don't want to be like the guy that's like. So you're parent your child. Your son's like 15. He's like, Dad, I'm, I'm trying to take out this girl. That's when you kick him some cash. Yeah, I have That's to. That's when you kick him cash. Yes. Yeah. Here, here's some money for you, and here's some money for the date. So you do whatever you want, right? You you spend 250 on the date, and then you you brandish a couple hundred bucks. Hookers and blow. <laughs> he says, fuck the date. Yeah. Good. Goes out. <laughs> He hits the club. Yeah, he's feeling nice. He buys a fake ID I mean, with his it, money, and then he spends the the date money at the club. If you get into a club at fifteen with a fake ID, I'm I'm probably giving you more money. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to enable that, but uh, and it's also a felony. So, duh, enabler. I, we <laughs> we at Raging at Sports do not uh, promote felonies, identity or theft, identity theft. Yeah, uh, but. You know, if you're getting into a club at 15, props to you. <laughs> that's a fair. You almost gotta, you gotta kick back. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the only. That's one thing that you know. Again, we're we're gonna stray away from sports a little bit here. It's the one thing that like, you gotta teach your son. You gotta teach your friends how to treat a woman right. 
That's all yeah. that matters. Right. Also, I I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this on the podcast, but like misogyny is like almost gay. You hate women? Okay, bro. Like, what do you mean by that? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, wait, you don't respect? Like, I don't mean to sound like, you know, like I'm like, pick me. But you don't respect women? Like, you don't like women? Like, what do you mean by that, bro? Like, it, it's okay to play for the other team. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Know? That's it, fine. But, like, <laughs> some people, when you call, when you say that, they're like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I would never. Right? So just admit it. Just be either like, hey, I'm on team team woman or yeah. I, I swing for the same team. That's fine. That's it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But we got to. It's on the responsibility of us to teach these these uh these kids. You know, you like that girl, like you treat her right. You take we got to change the stigma. Like all these guys, oh, all they want is sex, sex, sex. Like, nah, man. Like, you teach your son to take a girl out. Obviously, the the onus is you know now on, you know the some of the women that are kind of creating this like juice world generation <laughs> you know you know what i'm talking about like yeah uh that, that was that's a it, it was a tough sequence to to watch through juice world but um you're creating they sometimes i create that generation because you get a good guy there are good guys out there it's a relationship advice podcast now it is hey if you need to um if you need to get some stuff off of your chest, you want us to bring it up on the pod, swipe up on us on Spotify. You did it last week. You said great podcast, even though you were on it. That's fine. Yeah, it is a great you, podcast. You come hit us with uh you come hit us with some of that. Just be like, hey, look, you know, my girlfriend, I think she's cheating on me. We'll get to the bottom of it. We'll we'll handle it. Yeah, we will we will handle it. We'll we'll keep we'll it anonymous. It All right, before we get in the uh the Super Bowl here. Uh, let's, we're going to do one more ad read. The podcast is brought to you by Anchor FM. Who? Anchor FM. What? <laughs> Anchor FM. What do they do? It's straightforward. They get you uh, a, a paved road to a podcast, a, a platform, uh, a media outlet. I mean, this is it's it's so easy. You just clicked twice that's it not three times twice i'm pretty sure twice that's insane i mean you got to click into google but you you type so it's just anchor.fm enter click start recording what if i okay so what if i want my podcast on spotify and apple i think you just upload export to apple or spotify they do it directly? Directly. They do it direct. I cannot believe <laughs> I'm going to have to tr- start my own podcast. I mean, just Should I? Is it that easy? It's that easy. It's that easy. It's that easy. But just note, you can never be us. Really? You you can't you can't be Joe Rogan, okay? Could I be better? You could be better. How would I find out? Start recording. On Anchor FM? On Anchor FM. No way. <laughs> I'm going to have to try this out. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you for listening. Anchor.fm. That is three, three ad reads. Three. In this Might episode. even be four. Four. Oh, my God. 
Dude, we're like the dream. I mean, we're really not that advertiser friendly, to be honest. But, I mean, we just gave it four, three or four, whatever. Yeah, we just, you know, uh, want to promote for our dogs. These, they, they're the paved road. They put us on. That's it. So, we're getting in the Super Bowl here. I do want to say real quick. I like that almost like in protest of no one else showing up. We've just took we've taken this in so many different directions. Do you like this? It's it's good. Yeah. It's a very good episode. Yes. We got relationship advice, job advice, financial advice, everything. Football. Football. Uh yeah. Football advice. Car sales. Uh and Anchor FM. Yeah, I mean, this. <laughs> what more could you ask for? Right. So, Super Bowl, you started off. What do you have? Just break it down for us. So, previously, you had said your unit is 25. I'm not a heavy hitter like you. My unit's 10. Okay? But. Are you? Hold on. Yeah. There's no way. It is. I'm not going to say how I've seen you bet, <laughs> but I do. Yeah. Have. We'll say have. Your your unit's not 25. It's 10. Sorry, 10. Yeah. It's, your unit's 10? It's $10. So I string parlays. I string round, round robins. Robin. Right? $10 round robins. $10 round robins, though. How many? What do you do? Five or four? Five. Yeah. With with six picks, I do so five So I'd say robins. 50. Okay. Yeah. I That's mean, your kind of your. Okay. I think you're you're kind of lowballing yourself because like you don't want to be a ten dollar unit guy. Those that's so like that's so freshman year. Okay, so my you're I a guess, fi- you're a fifty. Like I I do it weekly as far as like I pick six opportunities that I see money in, uh, whether it's over under lines. I rarely do spreads. It's just pure money line. Um, and there's some there's some hungry dogs in there, but typically. Uh, it's $10 round robins, uh, six teams, five round robins. So I guess you're right. 50 bucks. Yeah. But so, uh, in a long winded answer, I got two units. So a hundred on the Eagles. Okay. Um, and it, it's just like on paper, there's no fucking fight. None defense side versus the chiefs defense. Eagles take it. Offensively, Eagles still take it. Okay. Offensive line, Eagles take it. Defensive line, Eagles take it. Secondary, Eagles take it. Doesn't matter. Like there's besides quarterback, that's it, which can be the game changer. But I don't know. Like I, I like the wide receiver trio um of the three Batmans on the Eagles. So I agree. With where you're coming from, I think the Eagles are going to win. I have two units on the Chiefs. For the odds? For the odds. Okay. I don't like... I have this thing where I can't not bet Patrick Mahomes when he's an underdog. So, I got burnt during the Bills game earlier in the year when they beat Mahomes at home. I, however, made a killing on three games this year, live betting the Chiefs. Good money. 
Um, I don't think it's going to be as emphatic as the Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl is going to be or was. I think the Eagles still win. I think they exactly what you said. You hit it on the head. I think that the Eagles D line is too much for the for the Chiefs O line. Mm-hmm. I think that Mahomes and the wide receiver core will not have an issue moving the ball. However, I think that there's it kind of stops after Chris Jones and Frank Clark on defense. And I think that the Eagles are just I think Mahomes is going to have the ball with a minute left and they're just simply going to stop him. I think that's how the game ends. I think it's going to be like a 38-35. That's a lot of points, I, man. I don't I don't believe in the Eagles like do like the Eagles D is kind of Mickey Mouse, I'm not going to lie. Okay. They have a pretty Mickey Mouse resume. If we want to do blind resume and you want to put in next week and put in the team records that they played as well as the stats. Yeah. It's pretty Mickey Mouse. I think that they're, you know, actually, I'm just straight up going to say the Chiefs. I think the Eagles are actually just a Mickey Mouse team. I I can get down with that. I do think their record has been cheese, but I do feel like the Eagles are just that good. Right, teams that are supposed to be, uh, you know, no contest. Just you're gonna, you're supposed to kick these shit uh, teams. They did. They kicked the shit out of them. They do. Uh, I I think the the point differential is somewhere like in the fucking plus two hundred. That's stupid. That's I mean we we would need pop for that. Um, for context. The Vikings were negative one. That was laughable. Um, the Cowboys, I think, were plus like 50 in that area. And they were pretty dominant at times. Um, I don't know what the Chiefs are, but they're probably in the 50 area. Like the Eagles are just kicking the shit out of teams and not letting them breathe. Um, I don't know, man. I'll like, give you that. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, in the secondary James Bradbury can line up against anybody over there. Darius Slay can line up against anybody over there. Though, at the beginning of the year, I was getting on a plane. I think I texted you this, that Darius Slay in Madden ratings was the third overall. I had laughed at it. I don't think you did. I think you were like, no, he's he's pretty okay. Uh, and he's he did okay this year. I was on the golf course. I remember that conversation. Actually. Yeah, I, I think I called you. Yeah, you did. Um, one of the very rare times until like podcast started up where you kind of call me and we'll talk business. Yes, but that um, yeah, you called me and you're like, hey, I'm about to get on a plane here. I think you were gonna go on a cruise, right? Yes. Yeah. You're like, hey, I'm about to get on a plane here. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta share this real quick. <laughs> Just talk about the Madden ratings. Fucking 91 overall for Darius Slay. Like. Big play slay, I guess. Uh, um, I don't even know where I was going with that, but like the secondary is decent. Um, and here's something I'll just I'll lobby up to you. Eli Apple is better than Ladarius Sneed. That's a cornerback on the Chiefs. It's number thirty-eight. I I'll take your word for it. All right, Ladarius Sneed led up. I think. 
like close to 600 yards. Eli Apple let up 540 ish. That's another pop thing, but like <laughs> we, we need him back so bad. There's so many. You don't realize what you have until it's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but it's not one of those if you love something, let it go because we need Poff back. We love Poff. We, yeah. We, I mean, we let him go for this episode. We could have dragged him here. It's a fucking joke. Right. It's, it's so crazy how much they're missed when they're gone. Right. I don't miss, I miss, I, I like that we have our own narrative going here. Whatever we want to talk about. Some people might listen to this episode for the first time and just be like, what the fuck? This isn't sports. This is terrible. <laughs> Go back. Last episode was a banger. Yeah. Last episode, I think, was the best to date. Yeah. Um, I'll, say, I'll say you and I, you and I will say that this is the best episode to date. Yeah, we have. And to. we'll just argue it till they're like, fuck, man. Like, no one was on it. Exactly. You yeah. guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding, guys. Everybody's going to be listening to this. You guys are awesome. We're all. We're a six-man team. It's just tough. That's why we were taking it in different directions. We went into this almost no script. I mean, I just got notes. Yeah, here. we didn't even talk about. We texted. I was like, "What do you?" I was like, "What do you want to talk about?" And you just kind of just jumbled out a bunch of ideas. Yeah, just like because I thought we were going to at least have Hagen and Dom. Yeah, and then they had plans. I guess plans are more important than the pod. I don't know. Weird. Yeah, I don't Weird. know. I'll probably record know. my wedding day. <laughs> That would be. Do, can we? What time's the wedding? Uh, starts at two thirty. I got to be there. Do you think? Uh, do you think we could actually drop like a thirty-minute episode? Hundred percent. I think that would be really fun. Hundred percent. Yeah. I think just like all we should all be like in our suits too, and just be like, so yeah, we'll just record in the morning. What's up, guys? Like, anything going on today? And no, no not a whole lot. Just you know, I'm bored. I played golf yesterday. Here we go. I'm gonna. I'm going to the Brunswick later. <laughs> yeah, got yeah. something to do in the meantime. But yeah, I don't know. I might just. I might sleep standing up. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna go out and promise you guys. Promise everybody this. I will. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have a shot. Before I go out there. And stand for, a criminal amount of time. <laughs> How long? How long is it supposed to be? You can, like, when I, all right, I, I was fucking high at the wedding that I oh, went to in October. Man. Yeah, I was fucked up, man. I was allegedly ripping the pen all the way to the wedding, like back seat. I passed out in the back. My sister has a picture of me taking an open mouth nap, <laughs> and my dad got pulled over. <laughs> And my sister and mom are shaking me awake. So we're driving in the Audi. <laughs> we're driving in the Audi. And they're like, hey, hey, like, you got to hide everything. Like, I'm like, oh, oh, my God. And I look up. I'm like, high as fuck. And I've been ripping the pen. I got here at 8 o'clock in the morning. And I was high since I walked into the door. I watched Monaco, um, the race. Great. Yeah, it was yeah. at Monaco. It was yeah. the rain one. So I was like trying to, I was really, really high, like baked as fuck. And uh, I'm like, my sister's like, what are you watching? I'm like, Formula One. So get this. This is the best race on the calendar, right? Monaco, like historic. I'm like trying to break it down to her. <laughs> and she's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Like, That's awesome. So they they wake me up and uh, 
like we're, we're getting pulled over i'm like ah oh, you're funny i turn around there's like the blue lights I'm like, oh shit I just hide everything <laughs> so we get we get to the hotel and uh i i keep ripping the pen and i had no idea i walk downstairs and every fucking person in my family that i haven't seen in six years is in the lobby because we're all going to the wedding together. I yeah. had no idea that everybody was staying in the wedding at this hotel. And I had to say how I, I put my sunglasses on. My eyes were like shut. You have to. Yeah. I was so fucked up. And I was just like, oh, what's up? Like, Uncle Jimmy, like, I haven't seen you in forever. And it's like, everyone's giving me a hug. It's super Italian family. I'm getting like kissed on the cheek and shit. I'm like, oh, man, I'm fucked. Like, go to the wedding. 15 minute ceremony pouring rain that's why it was was it inside it was outside under a tent that's probably we why. weren't getting wet at all but we stayed outside to drink that's where mm. while was pouring get this also so we walk from the car so my dad's like hey like you got your grandmother your mom and your sister you need to walk them over with the umbrella because we only have one umbrella and I am so fucking high doing this. Dude, it was, but sorry for going on the little tangent there. I feel like that was a, that was a shareable story there. Yeah, that was wonderful. I blacked the fuck out at this wedding. Blacked out. And um, this had like a super nice winery. Mm. I can't share the location um, because of uh, like legal reasons, I guess. Okay. Um, given the you know the, the substances that i was under the influence um we're at a super nice winery and my my cousin uh he's like in high school or something super close with them they pass out these dessert wines they come in nips mm. this is a hint for your wedding these okay. are really good it's like a it's called like a three grape dessert wine or something like that it's really sweet i thought it was i was like i was double fisting the whole night i went from like four heinegans to like jameson on the rocks so i was like <laughs> I was an issue. Yeah. I was like sweating and all this stuff. No issues like at all. Like I'm not like, you know, throwing up anywhere yeah. yet and uh, not crashing into shit. Like, like they just know I'm hammered and I'm like, Hey, like look at this nip. And he's like, do it. Like, I've never seen someone take a nip before. I'm like, okay. And I pop it off. It's a dessert wine. So I just slam a dessert. You're supposed to pour it into a glass and, you know, sip it over the course of 30 minutes on some nice conversation. Yeah. You ever had a dessert wine? Uh, yeah, Amanda actually brought one of them, one of them home. I had a, a few sips. It was not bad. I'm not a big wine guy, but I like wine. Okay, but yeah. it was a yeah. It was so it was a dessert wine. So after all the booze, that was the last straw. Mm. So I'm like, I'm not about to get caught throwing up in the bathroom. I excused myself, went outside, walked like two or three minutes, found myself a nice spot behind a building. I just. <laughs> projectile everything and after that it, it's just not much left of the wedding but yeah. i'll take one shot before the ceremony i'm probably gonna be in it for like three you're in for three all right well i gotta go yeah for before the ceremony yeah probably just to get the nerves out what are we drinking I, i'm a big tequila guy now holy shit yeah <laughs> so we uh so what would it what would I have to, obviously it's your wedding day, but what would uh what would we have to I feel like I feel like the guys are whiskey. The groomsmen. Okay. I can say we're whiskey guys. Sure. I think Steve likes whiskey. 
for sure. He's country. Yeah, I bet you. I bet you he wants to like whiskey, but I think he's a vodka yeah. guy. What about uh, Andrew and Andrew will probably Andrew and Tommy will put back really anything that's anything. in front of him. Um, can we get on the whiskey train? Because I don't know if I could do three tequila shots and stand in front of all those people. Um, yeah, I think I, we could do like one, but I don't know. Like, I'm not. It depends on the whiskey that we're doing, I guess. What's your are you like a Tennessee whiskey? I'm not a big whiskey guy. Whiskey? I'm a clear, oh. clear liquor guy. Next episode, we should we should drink some whiskey on the pod. Sure. Okay. Let's get a bottle. Sure. Pass it around. Do some shots. All right. Um, what a. So is is there anything that like after the so after the ceremony, after all the you know I know that you have to like walk in with a couple of the bridesmaids, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what the guys got to do? Yeah, you have to walk down with uh with. Like you're paired up. Yeah, yeah. I already have a feeling of what direction you and Amanda are gonna take that one for me. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a, a rememberable one for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Lack thereof. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I'm. I yeah. Uh, I can predict that. Um. So after that, that's almost. Are we in almost anything goes territory for Poff and I or? Like relatively, yeah. I mean, it depends on the time. So, like, obviously, relatives are gonna be there. Um, but at like, I don't know, five ish. I think five o'clock. Are we still gonna be at the venue? Yeah, we're at the venue till like eight. Oh fuck. Okay, so that's what I meant. Like, when it's time, it's time. Like, we're good. Oh yeah. Like on on the way to the Brunswick. Oh, yeah. 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 Is that a limo situation? It could be. I can make that happen. Okay. Yeah, I mean, because that's it's your wedding day, man. Yeah. I we'll see. We'll we'll chat about. We'll see if we can make that happen. Well, we okay. can make it happen. That's not hard. But yeah, I mean, that might. Uh, <laughs> dude, I mean, you've seen Poff and I. <laughs> you've seen us. Yeah. In some situations, I'm sure Steve is. Steve gets fucked up. Yeah, but I think he gets quiet. He gets quiet. I get, I can get quiet too. Yeah. Like I'm not like a. I was actually gonna talk about. I had a really good topic of conversation. If everyone was here, you mm-hmm. and I could do it actually. Okay. Um, real quick, we'll get into that. But um, I think that, I think what. So there's gonna be a time though where it's like, I don't have to remember things anymore. Yeah, like. Like I'm not I'm not gonna create a situation. Like, yeah. Poff and I aren't gonna be pissing our pants while yeah. standing up on the dance floor. Yeah. Poff might, but I won't. Like seven o'clock, you could probably start turning it on. Do you then... think that we could um we could work out a situation with the um with the venue where possibly they don't clear our table until the end? So we could get like a picture of like what, like how much we drank as like a collective like grooms squad. Sure, I think that's possible. Yeah, I think it's possible. And just leave every every Jameson on the rocks that I drink. Every glass goes there. They might just be like, "Fuck, guys, we're out of glasses." Yeah, I was like, gonna say they might not have enough glasses. We're out of glasses right now. Yeah. Um, but something like that. Maybe just like a fun little like, "Hey, this is how much everybody had." Like, 
damn, you guys uh, actually drank half of the open bar tab as you four. <laughs> yes. That's insane. Yeah. How many uh how many relatives are going? Uh I think right now we have a total of 125. Oh damn. Um on the wait list. So and I got I got to I got to look good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. You gotta get a haircut. And let me let me clarify so that you can tell the the group chat. Black suits, white green. white shirt, green tie. I'm handling ties. You're passing out ties. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna buy them. Handkerchief. Yep, and pocket square. Yeah, You're yeah, doing yeah. both. Yep. Okay. Yep. So you're just doing black suit, white white undershirt. Um, I'll do the green tie. It's gonna be a gold pocket square. Because Ooh, you have the gold watches. That's clean. Yeah. I like that. Yes. You yeah. guys, you hooked it up. Yeah. Um, it's a men's fashion podcast. Don't this forget. is it. Yeah. This is a men's fashion podcast. We're touching everything, you know? Yeah. I like that. I think I think it's going to be a, you know, I think, I think it's going to be a good day. It's, it's going to have to be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brunswick. Is gonna be bad. I might get kicked out again. Good. That's that's I might the get, goal. That might be the arrest. I want to get kicked out. Honestly, I I might see that guy that um that kicked me out the first time, and I might just be like, "Hey, buddy, we might have to throw down here," because there's a reason why you didn't knock me the fuck out and you called the cops. Yeah, and I'm gonna show you that reason right now. Yeah. Um, what would be your uh, what would be your X factor in real life? I feel like it has to be within the auto industry because that's what I feel like that I'm best at. But this could also be like used outside of work, whatever, just in daily life. I'd say the name for it is the listener. Able to just hear anybody, be uh, uh, be somebody that folks can talk to, whatever. Wow, that's such a mature answer. You know? Um, but also like listen to the customer on how they're telling me that they want to buy the car, right? They don't want to be sold. They want to buy, or they want to buy, um, they don't want to buy. They'd rather be sold. Like some of these old heads are like, yeah, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's do some negotiation (laughs) right then. They want to be sold. They don't want to buy shit, right? You got to put your selling shoes on, whatever. Um, you know, but I, I feel like, uh, I'm, I'm a pretty good listener. Do you have a cool name for it or just the listener? I think, I think the listener is cold enough. I think that is cold. Yeah. Do you, um, how do you get it and how do you lose it? I'm not sure if it's something you can, you can get. Well, you got to have something that like something, how do you activate it? You have to complete, you know, you have to complete three 20 plus yard passes. Yeah. Uh, close a deal. Help somebody through a troubling time, whatever, whether it's minor or major. Um, and then I don't, I don't know. That might just be like, you know, might be tied into clutch. Right, you just I have like that, yeah. you just have two things that uh, you got to do. That's it. How do you? Uh, that's how you activate it. How do you lose it? 
straight up not listening. Right. So Blundering. you would just like stop. It would be like something that someone else does. You know how like you lose your X factor when you get sacked. Yeah. Or a pass broken up. Right. Like what, what would you just stop listening? You just like don't do what they had just said to do. Right. Um, yeah, it's a good, good question. You just straight up aren't listening or aren't acting on what they're telling you. To someone do. says something rude to you about it. Something like that. Maybe. Hmm. It could be like getting sacked. Could you're be. like, all right, X Factor off. And all of a sudden you're playing Madden. Yeah. Like if they say something rude to me, uh, could just be like, yeah, it's turned off because <laughs> we're done talking. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to listen anymore. You know? Mine is um uh you'll you'll see this at the wedding. Okay. It's called blackout behavior. <laughs> okay. And um, it is that nobody will know I'm blacked out until the next morning when I wake up and remember nothing. And I don't act like I'm blacked out. I could almost pull it together sober. It's activated by drinking eight plus. Almost like I would say six. So like actually my number is three. Okay. So if I hit three, if I drink a fourth, I'm drinking six. And if I drink six, I'm probably drinking 12. So like I have my three Budweiser's right here. There's no more beer around me. I'm good. These are finished. Yeah. So I stop at my three. Once we get into that eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 18, this is the... Most I've ever drank in one night. Mm-hmm. I did I did 20 over the course of a day on my 20th birthday. But that's like, that was just 10 from midnight to 4 a.m. Mm. And then 10 from the rest of the day. Not that bad. But yeah, I mean, that's that's putting them back. It's putting them back, but it's like, I didn't do it in one sitting. Okay, yeah. However... I did 18 in one night at college. <laughs> yeah. Uh last year. Okay. And got fucked up. Like I was drunk. What uh what weekend was this? Do you remember? This was last year. Um It was uh it was a uh, spring fling. I was going to that's the first thing that came in my head. But it wasn't called spring fling anymore. They got rid of spring fling. So it was just like spring solstice or something. It was called Monkchella. They tried to make it like Coachella. Hmm. They brought this this is really funny. They paid this DJ to come yeah. and do a performance and no one went. <laughs> because nice. it was brick. It was br- yeah. it was middle of April. It was brick. Yeah. And uh I got into a fight wouldn't even say fight i got into an i got argued with by the girl i was talking to at the time and it was like we're almost dating mm-hmm. got into a pretty bad argument i was just like you know what i wasn't gonna go out tonight i work tomorrow i'm gonna go out tonight you have to and i uh i did and uh from like probably six o'clock at night to about like three in the morning i drank 18 beers and uh did not go to work the next day um, I got COVID. Yeah. Alleg- yeah. Allegedly. 
You, you, you got COVID. I got myself uh, a week off of uh, work. Mm. I mean, you have to after that. With how vicious coronavirus is, you you need like a whole week to to recuperate. Yeah, right. That's what people don't get. I mean, it's just it, you're you're bedridden. That's what happened to me. I was bedridden for a full day. Yeah. After I I caught the coronavirus from uh, drinking eighteen beers. Yes. That was terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I lose my X factor. When I throw up, I'm a big throw up. I throw up almost every time I do some serious drinking. Mm-hmm. I just have a weak stomach. Okay. Yeah. I mean, then you're nothing wrong with that. You're, you're less hungover the next day. Do you remember when, um, do you remember when I was about to go to campus and I shotgun that beer in the living room? I said, if the jets score yes. on this drive, I'm going to shotgun this beer and I yes. shotgun it instantly threw up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was like uh that was uh what's his face is um Sam Darnold had like a sixty yard run or forty yard run or something like that. It was ridiculous. Yeah, and I was yeah. just like, oh fuck, and I shotgun it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happens to me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'd say that's how I lose it. But okay, I'm probably gonna activate blackout behavior, but it's a good X factor. It's not like a bad X factor. Yeah, it's, it's just like, like I'll have like a full conversation. Is it like a is it like a morning after breakfast? I feel like yeah, there has to be because they like that's like a wedding thing, like there, and it's like funny because everyone's like hungover, yeah, and like the people that hook up have to be at like the tables together, and it's nice. like really weird, yeah. I think if you can make that happen, I think that's a. I mean, I could I could whip something up in the kitchen. I was like, like that's gotta be like an out, or yeah, we can unless go you out. can like, are you where are you sleeping that night? Probably your house. Yeah, probably probably home. You yeah. gotta get a hotel. You think so? Yeah. It's a wedding, bro. You and Amanda get a suite. But it's like you have to. We're two minutes from I know, it doesn't matter. You have to. There's no we all gotta figure out because there's no way that Poff and I, who are probably gonna be pulling up together, are leaving that night. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere other than a limo. We need a hotel. So yeah. you gotta get a hotel. We all got to get the same hotel, but you guys got to be on a different floor. That's where it's funny. Because, like, there's no way you guys are going to bed after the Brunswick. Right. I mean, you got to <laughs> consummate the marriage. Do something. Yeah. yeah. But you got to hang out with us for a little bit. Yeah. And we get, fu- I mean, we, we could do some crazy shit in the hotel room, like with some, like, fucking booze and, you know. We can get we can get fucking wild, and I yeah. know at once you and Amanda dip, Poff and I are still gonna be awake. Yeah, and that's gonna be that'll be the fun part. We're gonna be, like, dude, I fucking love you, bro. <laughs> like I can't wait till you get married and I get married. Yeah. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> it's gonna be fucked up. Oh man, that's gonna be so much fun, dude. Congratulations, though. Thank you. This is the this is like the honestly. I was going to say this afterwards, but I want to say it on the mic. Fuck them for skipping the podcast. Yeah. We're just sitting here having a conversation. We're just we're vibing out. We're this vibing is, out. Yeah. And if there, if a single one of you want to come into that group chat and be like, hey, guys, like, first of all, it was too long. Second of all, you barely talked about football. Oh, my God. 
it's almost like you could have came on the podcast <laughs> and changed the narrative. Yeah. Yeah, we uh like last episode was the best structure we've ever had ever. Because... And then we throw it all away because nobody's here. Nobody's here. Yeah, we had everybody at the last episode. We did. So we had to keep no, shit no Dom. Except Dom. Oh. Man, I it it felt like he was there. In um, spirit, because he was in Portsmouth. He was in Portsmouth. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> um yeah, we had to keep shit short and keep it structured because there's there was so many talking points that we could have just sprawled out on like we're doing today. <clears throat> um yeah, we're just I, I don't even know. We're just having a good time. Having a good time. That's it. Talk about weddings. Tequila versus whiskey. Yeah. What that, do you guys prefer? If anyone's even listening at this point, they're like probably <laughs> I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a timestamp though and just be like, hey, this is when we start talking about football. This is when we stop talking about football. Yeah. It's about like I wanna say like forty five minutes in, we start talking about football. And then about like you know. We've been talking about the wedding for a little bit now, but like an hour and fifteen, we stopped talking about football. I'd probably say that, yeah. And we could loop back around. I mean, I want to talk a little bit about the Pro Bowl. If you right. want to just hop into that, go for it. Um, hilarious outing by Derek Carr. What would he do? So I don't know if you even watched it. I mean, it was probably a pitiful thing. You were just saying, "No, I'm not going to fucking put that shit." I on. didn't put that shit on. I didn't think so. Um. But Derek Carr, man, I wish I had wrote the exact quote, but he said uh, to the analyst who was breaking it down. Was it about that Vegas thing? Kind of. It was it was like, man, Derek, have you ever been this hot in uh, Las Vegas uh, in, in the Raiders uh, uh, stadium? And he said, no, I don't think so. That's why I'm going somewhere else. I remember. I saw that. I, I did see that. I laughed. Uh, loudly at did that. You watch it live. I did. Oh my god! I, I'm one of them. I have to break it down. I like you that. know. You're, committed. So, You're too committed to the game. I, I at this point, I'm too far in. I like that though. So, um, that was hilarious, but that also opens the door of who's going to the Raiders. Aaron Rodgers. It's gonna be Rodgers. Is saying a lot of stuff like I'm going to the Raiders. Devontae Adams is confirming it. Nothing's, you know, uh, uh, signed yet, but feels a lot like it. But that's also very Aaron to just say, hey, I'm going here and then either not or go somewhere totally different. I think that I I think I was going to say it's totally Aaron to just be like, hey, I'm going to play with my friend Devante. And that's about it. It could be like, yeah, literally just be like, hey, I want I want this guy to be my my uh, wide receiver again. Let's see what we can do in black. And maybe with Max Crosby leading the defense, we can make a playoff push. It's the same. We're not beating Mahomes. No, it's the same scenario that he had in the uh, Green Bay organization. Pretty good offensive line. Um, One, one star on the line. Very good tight end. um, And Devontae Adams. And then, like, middle-of-the-road defense with, like, one, two stars. That's that's really it. But uh, on the Pro Bowl, why was Tyler Huntley in there? 
Do you know he was he was in there? I did. It was because Josh Allen was hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Tyler Huntley was an alternate. Josh Allen reportedly said that he was hurt. I think it was just more emotional hurt. Because he golfed. Yeah. He's playing golf right now. Yes. Yeah. Is that Pebble Beach? Um I don't with, with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> who also didn't care to go to the Pro Bowl. Um I don't know why Tyler Huntley was even nominated. Um he played four games, I think. Though his team did make it to the playoffs, but that doesn't matter. And that shouldn't matter because it's a regular season kind of thing. Um and then also I saw part of uh the NFL awards offensive rookie of the year. Do you know who won it? I did not. Brock Purdy. Someone said that last was that you last week that said if he fucking wins that? If he fuck yeah. Yeah. I think I have it written down. I'm pretty sure you had that written down because we did the awards last week. And I think if you were like if Brock Purdy fucking wins that. Yeah, he shouldn't have won that. That's insane. Yeah. Uh we had Garrett Wilson or fuck, I forget his first name. Um, the Seahawks running back, Kenneth Walker. The Kenneth third, Walker, second, third. Yes. Either one of those would have been offensive rookie of the year. If Garrett Wilson would have won, I probably would have lobbied for Chris Olave or vice versa. Um, so it was really Kenneth Walker who won that award. Um, comeback player of the year, Geno Smith. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad, but I don't like it. I don't like it either. No MVP yet. That's probably after the Pro Bowl. That's Mahomes. If Mahomes wins the MVP, he does not win the Super Bowl. You know, that's like history, right? No no MVPs ever won the Super Bowl? No MVP has ever won the Super Bowl Off. in the same year. They've won it uh, like Super Bowl versus MVP the next year or MVP and then Super Bowl the next year but not within the same regular season year there. That's insane. <clears throat> uh, defensive Rookie of the Year, your man. Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner. Saw that. That's deserved. Yes. Because he played, he's a top three corner in the NFL. 100%. Out of, out of college. As a rookie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Some Darrell Revis type shit. Offensive Player of the Year is Justin Jefferson. Deserved. Defensive Player of the Year, I'm not sure who won it. I don't remember that, but um, so Jetta winning that is almost confirming that the MVP is a quarterback. It has to be, yeah, and that's disgusting because it's always been a quarterback besides Aldenian Tomlinson and one other guy that Poff mentioned literally last week. But um, can I get into a Poff's? So I put Poff up to a challenge. Okay. Um, just now? No, uh, to the, uh, the other day. So we'll start the TikTok side of this next week. Um, we're gonna make a make a TikTok. He's gonna share a crazy sports stat. So we have two more weeks of football, or one more, yeah, two more episodes of football this season. After that, it'll transition to some other stuff. So he just he's stat guy. He is embracing the role. I said, hey, Poff, why don't you look up a crazy stat, share it with everybody every single week? And he's like, oh, that's a great idea, like whatever. So 
in the 2014 season, the Kansas City Chiefs had 18 total touchdown passes, and none of them were to a wide receiver, and they finished the season 9-7. and seven. This, that was, um, fuck. He was ridiculous as a running back, and he only caught passes. Uh, shit, man. I, I feel like that was the majority of, of the touchdowns there. Probably. But that's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's the stat he wanted to share with us. That's a good one. That's very good. That's a good one. Poff, yeah. excellent job. Yeah. Uh, I asked for the record. I said, what was their record? I was expecting like 2 and 11. Yeah. Something like that. Or 2 and 15. Yeah. 9 and 7. I feel like he needs to to hit that right before Blind Resume. That, Sh- share the stat. Stat of the week. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I, I feel like there's, there's uh, more than enough of them out there. Yeah. Right? He, uh, he hit a. Um, oh, uh, he hit a baseball one. He said he was going to share it next week, but I'll just bring it up just to prove like how about it Poff is. Uh, do you know who Mariano Rivera is? Of him, yeah. I think he, he plays on the Red Sox. No. Oh, my oh, bad. Jesus, no. My bad. He was a closer on the Yankees. Oh, my God. Like, best of all time. Like, nasty. Okay. Um, There are more people that have walked on the moon than have scored an earned run off of Mariano Rivera in the playoffs. As a closer, 12 people have walked on the moon and only 11 people have uh, have scored an earned run off of Rivera in 141 innings pitched in the playoffs. That's like I'm not even a baseball guy and that's insane. Yeah, like I have the knowledge of baseball that a second grader has on uh, geography. But uh, yeah, that's that's phenomenal. Um. I I feel like Poff deserves a, a round of applause. Um, you've done, done might get a promotion. Well. He should get a promotion. Might, might move his mic a little closer to his face. <laughs> Maybe head of stats. Yeah, yeah. Head of head of stat guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You like that? You like those two? Those those are good. I just wanted to interject those before I forgot. That was yeah. the only other. No one else wanted to provide anything today. Poff stuck with it. I'm I'm glad Poff is. Uh, the 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 star role player that that he is Absolute. role player yes is he a system I think the system is good but he highlights he he's the highlight so would we so let's say we we let Poff walk and we bring in Talbot let's say Talbot Talbot yeah. could he fill the sack guy role to the level Poff does no no and I've I've never met Talbot so he's not that much of a system. Think Poff system or is he legit? Could he go to another podcast and be a successful stat guy? That's another good one. And I don't think like I think they both work together. Like he's Debo Samuel in San Francisco. I think I'm gonna go out and throw that Poff. It would take him a couple seasons. Hmm. It would take him like two years before everyone's like, hey, this stack guy Poff guy is pretty good. Like, I'm glad you guys picked him up two years ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a pretty. It's like he he knows us. He knows the system. Yeah. 
and then all of a sudden you throw him on part of my take. And like we we do some crazy swap, we get Billy, and I don't think Billy's that successful on here. I don't think so either. I don't think he vibes. I I don't on our show. No, and we'll just be like Poff sent over, and it's all of a sudden they're having like a football conversation. Poff's just like, "Yo, what's the stat?" Like, like snapping at him, and he's just like, "Oh, oh," uh, uh. he's like freaking out a little bit. Yeah, it's it's definitely a tough. Uh tough thing to go up against when like the system is changing around you um for sure so i don't know i i feel like both of them would billy would probably do okay but he wouldn't shine like poff is yeah i think billy would do better in our system than poff would in another system mm. you know what i'm saying yeah, like if a podcast was a stat guy away, Billy or Poff? I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking Poff. Really? Yeah, I'm still. That's, I'm, a, that's a good compliment, dude. We're gonna have some podcast. Like, I wish this was kind of like the NFL or like any sports league where like podcasts like swapping guys sort of. <laughs> Like they're like we're getting like reached out to like hey we're trying to make a move on um like we're trying to make a move on Poff like we're really trying to make a push for these uh these Christmas episodes here like uh, we got these two interns that are really good they just need a little bit of development but we'll send them over your way if we can get Poff or something like there's there's a little more to that they better take on his contract and the view like our views are starting to get a little low and mm. it's like hey trent like we lost that hello fresh sponsorship <laughs> high noon wants nothing to do with us we might need this yeah and we go for it yeah we won't we won't know unless we just jump ship and yeah. and try it out yeah i, right? I almost i want to like i want to blow up just for the sole reason of calling on these other podcasts to start making trades. Like imagine something crazy like Big Cat gets swapped for like I don't know, like Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> that was some be crazy. crazy shit. Like some like Rogan's sick of his own show. Yeah. And Big Cat's just like Big Cat's like the only one that could take that on. Right? I mean he's probably the other most valuable. I, I feel like he's he's the most valuable when it comes to part of my take. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like they just swap and see what happens. So, huh. guys, reach out to us if you want any of our. Might just start offloading some guys and just build. <laughs> like we're still like good, you know what I mean? I'd say we're a playoff podcast, playoff contender. I'm we're gonna. Like a, we're like a six seed. I fi- Yeah, I think so. You think PMT's one? Yeah, Chicklets two. Okay. Yep. Um, we got to throw in some fantasy podcast. There's another like big podcast somewhere. Yeah, for sports like I mean, like Colin Coward's show. Oh, uh, the the Kelsey brothers have a podcast. Oh yeah, that's probably three at this point. I think so. It's it's making strides. It's really, it's really good. I yeah. listened to an episode. It's really good. See, I haven't. It's really good. So, yeah, it's okay. it's phenomenal. They're. Yeah. I I had this conversation with Hagen. They're getting to the point where they might. Be the better duo than the Mannings. Whoa. Give it a few years. It's different because the Mannings were quarterbacks. 
Yeah, just different. You no, know, that's cool. That's trendy. And the the Kelsey brothers are on the O line. Different views of the ball. Yeah. So I think you get maybe we get one more Super Bowl after this one. The Kelsey brothers are in the conversation. What Manning Peyton won two. One with the Colts, one with the Broncos. Got it. Yep. And then did he win one with the Colts? Poth. Put me on the spot here, but I think, yeah. I think he did. I think. Yeah, I'm I'm like, I'll put some money on that, that they that they won too. You know what? How many Super Bowls did Peyton Manning win? He might have won one with the Broncos because they were a quarterback away. That's what. And Eli. Time Super Bowl winner. Colts, Broncos. Yeah. Okay. And Eli won two. Eli won two with the same team, though. Yeah. yeah. So. What do we? We're three Kelsey Super Bowls away, right? Yeah, it depends on if you prefer quarterbacks. I love the Mannings; they're so awesome. That's such an awesome family. It's football's royal family. Yeah, like if I'm if I have to choose between the two that I'm listening to, I've only heard the Mannings, but I'm still taking the Mannings. Okay, the Kelseys are good. It's a podcast style, mm. but the Mannings are very good. Yeah, they're really funny. I feel like. I do buy into quarterbacks um, commentating just because they see, I think we touched on this last week, but they see the whole field. They are the smartest player on the field. They They have have to be. Yeah, they have to be. Um, Though like offensive line, uh, you know, they're, they don't get enough love centers, especially don't get enough love. Jason Kelsey's the best of the best. I would say so. Yeah. Was he on the 2018 Eagles who wanted won the chip? Yes. Yeah, he did that crazy speech. He was fucked up. Nice. Yeah. So they're two Super Bowls away from tying. You're right. Because yeah. Kelsey won one. Yep. He's going to win uh, probably one more before he retires. Um. So then the Eagles just have to go back again because they're they're winning. But who do you think wins another? Do you think? Jason, after this one, do you think Jason or Travis wins a Super Bowl? I feel like they might win one at the same time. Ooh. Yeah. Where? It's got to be Kansas City. Probably I don't think Kansas. Travis is leaving. Travis can't leave. Yeah. But Creed Humphrey, who's a center for the, the Kansas City, is very good. So I'm not sure like how I'll that's take your word for it. I'm not sure how that's going to happen, but I don't know. Maybe they just say it. Maybe Creed just gets like bumped out of there by Jason saying, yeah, I'm probably, I'm going to take over this. You take a seat. Yep. You know, just, just recuperate a little bit. How old is he? Jason Creed Creed young, young. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that yeah. could be a like 26. Are you playing the buck Super Bowl? Yes, he was a rookie then. Okay, so different story. Now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So now he's you know really really developed whatever. Um. Yeah. I mean, again, something you said last podcast, and I didn't really buy into it, but I'm gonna buy into it now. The AFC is the better division. I've been saying that, bro. So the the Pro Bowl just proved that, though. <laughs> What the fuck does that mean? But the AFC, like, 
deep dicked the NFC. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that. Like, it wasn't close. Oh, no. They do uh, on these four games, right? The passing precision, AFC won that with fucking Derek Carr and Tyler Huntley throwing the ball um, versus uh, Kirk Cousins and two others, but whatever. Um, that shows how much talent's on the NFC side. Geno Smith is on the NFC side. Okay. okay. Daniel Jones? No, Daniel Jones was not out there. So I have no idea who. Dak Prescott? No. If you say the name, I'll probably remember it, but. Uh, not Kyler Murray. Not Kyler Murray. You had Trevor Lawrence, Derek Carr, Andy Dalton, Tyler Huntley. No Andy Dalton on the NFC side. Um, Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins didn't have any San. Jared Goff. I think you. I think there was. Yeah, I think so. Because Jared Goff, like, he scored, I think, the most out of the NFC. Um, but skills competition, or passing skills, they won that AFC. Uh, dodgeball, which was the biggest thing, they lost it. NFC won that. I saw because Saquon got hit in the face, right? Yes. I saw that on TikTok today. Yes. Um, but, like, the, the final scores of, of everything on Thursday was 9-3. to three. AFC winning it. And then the only things left are like five other games and then the flag football game, which everybody is so hyped to see. Yeah, he's so excited. Yeah. I I I see you like you're you're shaking with Imagine excitement. if the AFC had Mahomes, Josh Allen. Dodgeball with Mahomes. Yeah, that'd be scary. That would be really scary. He's like dodging and just pew. I don't think quarterbacks are allowed to be in that. I think it's just uh is everybody besides quarterbacks? That'd be funny though. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else to add about the Pro Bowl? That's it. So I will we'll hit this as our second to last topic here. Um, what do you want to see di- what do you as a fan of football want to see different with the Pro Bowl going forward in order to make it a watchable event? Because the NHL All-Star game almost also flopped, and I'll tell you about that as well so the nhl on their side of things flopped really bad because they just fucked up the whole skills competition thing i think that's kind of what i've received word on from the nfl side from twitter is that accurate yeah like the skills competition uh the precision the precision passing is cool to me I'd, I'd probably speak for maybe a uh, hundred thousand fans versus the million that are out there, but it needs to be just a touch more athletic. Like in the two thousands, the pro bowl was more of pure skills. You would do like this uh, little roulette where you'd duck under something, uh, run around a few cones and then do some high steps while you're throwing a ball on the run uh, probably 15 or 20 yards downfield and trying to hit a bullseye that could be moving. Uh, and it was phenomenal, right? It really showcased how good these these folks are compared to in a clean pocket for this year, hitting moving targets, which is still hard, right? Um, and then a flying fucking drone. What the fuck? 
Uh, but yeah, I, I just feel like what I'd want to see in the Pro Bowl is more of previous years. I want to see who has the biggest arm. That's often talked about, but never like this is who has it. Longest throw. Longest throw. Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, if he ever gets into the Pro Bowl. Uh, he was in there last year because he missed the, the Super, Bowl. Super Bowl, right? If he ever sees the Pro Bowl again, right? Uh, Josh Allen, um, those big three, you know, go out there, throw the football. Trevor Lawrence is sneakily in there, right? So from my perspective, I'll touch on the Pro Bowl. Actually, I want to I want to hit on kind of the NHL side of things because they're doing a similar fuck up. It's a really cool concept. Where was the Pro Bowl this year? Las Vegas? Las Vegas. Good that they got it out of Hawaii because no one's fucking going to Hawaii. It's a six-hour flight from California. It was kind of ass, but <laughs> the ocean also killed the stadium. Really? Yeah, it's rusted. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you have the – you have okay. So the NHL side of things, they got rid of everything cool. They don't even have the best players like – so it's the three big competitions are the fastest skater where you do a full lap around the ice. You have um, the breakaway challenge, which isn't really much of a competition. It's kind of like the dunk contest. Whoever could do the flashiest thing, like the coolest gimmick kind of. And then there's the hardest shot contest. And everything else fucking sucks. And they do stupid shit. And then you have you know, people that are blatantly not trying. They did like this two on two on O breakaway thing. I didn't even follow it that closely, but it was just a flop. Everything was a flop. There were empty seats. You cannot have that happen at your all-star weekend. Mm. You cannot have empty seats, no matter what sport it is. Right? I mean, that makes sense. This is supposed to be this big thing. Yeah, on the on the topic of hockey i don't mean to break away from this thing but um there was a throwback weekend or something between the bruins and the penguins this was like not too long ago oh when they played outdoors yeah yeah that right there almost got me into hockey just based on the jerseys and the venue yeah they played at fenway phenomenal but uh I, i feel like you should open that up to the fans to let them decide what they'd want to see. And you have a whole fucking regular season and parts of the playoffs to figure out what you'd actually want to see as the commissioner, whatever, you know, your PR people, um, while including whatever the fans had just said, right? You want to have the fastest skater in there, the big three you had named, and then maybe, uh, a cool little like I don't know two on two or whatever from uh, uh, fan pick teams or something, and then just go to the best of three whatever to play for a prize pot for charity. Who gives a fuck? Whatever something, and then figure out the schem- uh, schematics and then put that shit on. So the uh, the guy that won. Um... I forgot what contest he won. He won this massive Chipotle card. Nice. He plays in Toronto. There's no Chipotle in Toronto. That's tough. That's hilarious. That's going to be an expensive DoorDash. 
I mean, he's just going to have to use it on the road. Yeah. Whenever they're not playing in Toronto, he's got to use that car. It's Mitch Marner. And that, that was what they said. They're like, literally in an interview, he was like, he's like, hey, you just won this. Are you excited? He's like, there's no Chipotle in Toronto. So Chipotle, if you're listening, build a Chipotle in Toronto. Yeah, in downtown Toronto. Yeah. So the my semi-solution, I think the biggest thing is I think Goodell, I'm going to be honest, one of the better commissioners in professional sports. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say that. Okay. Top. I won't include Dana White in that conversation. I'd say him and Sil- Adam Silver are one and two. Obviously, there's only five major sports. Um, But Gary Bettman, NHL commissioner, awful. So fucking out of touch with everything because it's not just the fans, right? I'm sure that the NFL pro bowl, like these players are happy that it's like less hardo. You know what I mean? Like a lot of football players, like they, they bitched about adding a 17th game. Like if anything, it should be 14 games. Like they don't want to do extra shit. Like to be honest, like it's, it's tough. It's a tough season. You know what I mean? 17 football games is a lot. 16. When it was 16, you get your shit kicked in. And then also when you have those sh- one short week a year, some teams are multiple where it's just like Sunday, Thursday, and then back to next Sunday, like shit like that. But I think they're so out of touch with what they want. So the NHL has the weird, only weird playoff format in sports. They have the four divisions, the top three teams from each division, go to the playoffs and then the next best two teams out of the conference, the East and the West are the wild card teams. They did this a few years ago out of fucking nowhere. Nobody was complaining about the playoff structure and they said it, they did it to reignite old time hockey. So you would have a team like Boston and Toronto playing each other because they're in the same division. It's like almost like, if they wanted like every single year a wild card matchup to be between two AFC North teams every year, just for the sake of the rivalry. It is the worst thing they've ever added in hockey. Because essentially you could get you could you could logically get the one, two, and three seeds of what would be a normal one through eight playoff. Two of those teams have to play each other now. The two and three seed have to play each other. Like, if, they, if it works out in a perfect world, which is fucking ridiculous to think about. So, Sidney Crosby, your boy, Pittsburgh Penguin, one of the greatest players of all time, finally came out and said, hey, we got to go back to this one through eight format, man. Like, this, you can't, you can't, like, think, because this is why, like, the almost like the conference finals, so, like, the, the conference championship has kind of, like, been sort of mid. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. It's been sort of mid because you get one team from one. So you only play in your division hmm. until the conference finals. Like, that's not that. Like, it's been kind of mid since they changed it. Because you get a banger. You get you get two banger first round matchups. Like, it's almost like if the Chiefs and the Bengals just, like, played each other every year in the wild card game. What's fun about that? It's fun for the fans, but... It's not going to be fun for whichever side 
loses, yeah. obviously, because they, they should have been in there and they're playing uh, a team way too early. Uh, Which is not the point of the playoffs. Right. Yeah. Um, I like the NBA plan. The bubble? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. So I like the 10 versus 7, 9 versus 8 to determine the 7 and 8 seed. Sure. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I think it's a really good move. I don't know how that would be like implemented through football, though. I don't think they could do it in football. Uh, I don't think there's enough games. Yeah. Um. They do they do something like that with with baseball? No, baseball. Um. So you have the three divisions in baseball. You have the East, West, Central on each side, and then they added three wild card teams. There used to be two. So it's so it's six teams, pretty much the same format as football. But now the wild card games are a best of three. They used to be a best of one, and it used to be one wild card game. I feel like that's that's probably better. It's pretty much the NFL method. Yeah, essentially, one team gets a buy, and then, well, yeah, one team gets a. Hold on. Were there four wild card games this year, right? For football? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Two, seven, three, six, uh, four, five. Yep. Okay. So in the MLB, it's if you win your division, you could play in a wild card game. Mm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Makes, right? I, yeah. I think that's I'm right. football. I'm method. fucking myself up right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's that's good because there's I don't know baseball you can almost it's so divisional based mm. football and baseball are so division based you can keep the playoff structure the way it is cuz that's all that matters is your division. You can go fucking 2 and 15 if, as long as every other team goes 1 and 16. Yeah. Like if that ever happened, I don't think that would mathematically be possible. I mean if you win your division while having the worst overall regular season record that might be i'm not sure if that's going to outweigh i'll do some digging i'll i'll have that answer what would be the next. worst record you could make the playoffs and win your division because it would have to be you would have to think about it because you have six division games a year i think it would maybe be two wins Three. Well, you could technically go one, one win, right? No, then you wouldn't win your division. Yeah, you'd have to go at least three wins. Because if you had one win, the other teams that beat you twice would jump you. Yeah, there would be there'd be three or four wins, I think. They could be ties too. So if you win and then tie, the win is. Uh, so we'll say, ways. what about the most losses that you can get and win your division? I'm going to put money on 14. You would need a tiebreaker. You would need something else to happen with the two team. You would have to sweep the two team, I think. Yeah, you'd, ha- you'd have to. S- you'd have to sweep the two team. And then you'd have to beat one of the three or four. And the three and four would have to only win that one game, I think. But then the two team has a bunch of wins. It's a figure it out. 
Yeah. I'll, you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah, yeah. It's all fucked up. I, I, feel I like... think it might be four wins. Four wins, 13 losses, I think would be the worst you could do and win your division. See, I think I'm on three wins, but I feel like there's going to be ties. So I'll, I'll put money. If we're doing wins. Let's do three... losses. Okay. Losses? That, that's 13. fucked. Because yeah. I don't know how many ties it would be, but let's go. It would have to be the most losses. I think it would be 13. In a 16-week season, correct? Because we have to go back in, in time. Let's do seven, 17 games. Okay. Uh, uh, that's 14. Four, you said 14 wins? 14 losses. I think it's got to be 13. I'm going 14. You think you can get away with 14? I think you can get away with 14. Yeah, 3, 14, and 3. 3, 14, Hold and on. 3? Oh, no. 3. <laughs> Fuck. 20-game season? Yeah. Playoff three. tie. It'd have to be 3 and 14. I'm saying losses, not ties. But I think ties would get you into the... even. I mean, if you win the... You win the division, you're in the playoffs, but you might be right at 13. But I'll go 14, just right. just to play We'll it. see what happens. Yeah. You have to do a lot of math. I'm going to do some math. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think that the Pro Bowl needs to be after the Super Bowl. To have the the Super Bowl quarterbacks in the Pro Bowl? Yes. I feel like it's designed to be before the Super Bowl to give the Super Bowl teams more rest and more schemes. I still think they should have right. a week off. Oh, okay. But it should almost be like there should be something on Sunday. And I think like maybe and it's tough because you don't want to have to fly everybody out. But like. When do you when do you think they arrive at the Super Bowl? When do they think they arrive in Arizona? Are the teams already there? I doubt it. Okay. Uh, because there's no real like time adjustment that you need. It's one game and it's in the middle of the afternoon. Did they go Thursday? Maybe. I would I would maybe maybe even say like Friday. Kind so of push it. let's say I don't know. I was going to say an award show in the Super Bowl stadium or city. Okay. Yeah. But that would be kind of tough to just have like the two Super Bowl teams fly out there. Yeah. And then either have to sit there or fly back and then fly again. Yeah. There's got to be a better method because like they use, they use all pro and pro bowl kind of interchangeably. You notice that ever? Like yeah, you, I, if you're arguing about a player, you could just be like, "Oh, he was All Pro last year," or you could say, "Oh, he's Pro Bowl. He made the Pro Bowl last year." Is that the same? No, it's not the same. I was going to say but it's used intermittently. I think that or interchangeably. Yeah, I think that it should be mean the same thing. I think there should just be one. So you think there should be an All Pro Pro Bowl? Everyone who's All Pro goes to the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I feel like, and you then you do your games and all that shit, so we can see, you know, Tom Brady was never in the fucking Pro Bowl, you know what I mean? Like he was, but he never was. You know what I mean? Yeah, we could have definitely seen some more cool shit. I think if you want the fans to get more involved, like you want the best players and the two best quarterbacks are the ones playing in the Super Bowl, and you don't get to see Mahomes 
do that crazy shit. There should be a challenge where it's like, oh, Mahomes is going to rock this thing. Where it's like that shit you talked about back in the early 2000s, throwing yeah. on the run, high right. stepping. That could be like such a Mahomes thing, but we won't see him. We get our choice every year of either Burrow, Mahomes, or Allen in the Pro Bowl. This yeah. year we got Burrow or none of them. Burrow did not get a Pro Bowl vote. Yeah, I mean, just do all pro. Yeah. All pro makes the Pro Bowl. I don't even think he was all pro. Hold it a week after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like two weeks even. Give everybody some time to have some fun. Maybe move the draft to in between the last playoff game and then in the in the bye week for the Super Bowl, do the draft right then. That would be cool. I mean, I feel like... When's the draft May? Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, and then you have OTAs, training camp, uh, and then the big roster cuts, and then preseason. Roster cuts. Yes. In the regular season. Yes. What would you do? For what? How would you change the Pro Bowl? I feel like you're onto something with, with all pro... Um, uh, I might have the fan favorite of the lowest record teams play for the number one seed. I like that. I think you brought that up last year in the fantasy chat. I like that one a lot. Um, yeah, like I I agree with that. I don't feel like they should play a college team or something. Like the NFL is gonna dog the college team. Like I know we had said like the first episode that some teams yeah, some teams could beat uh you know, like Georgia could beat some NFL teams, whatever. Like I really don't think they can because that's from the best colleges and you know, they're they're trained, they're professionals, they're adults, colleges, kids. But um yeah, like the Bears and the Texans. I get that you probably wouldn't want to turn that fucking thing on, but you better believe. I would watch it. You better believe they're playing their fucking ass. I think off. that would be really cool. Yeah, they hold that. Like, I would even make the argument: give a week of rest for the wild card teams. Hold the toilet bowl. That's not terrible either. Yeah. So we go back to sixteen game season. No, you can't. No, no. Okay, so yeah, then then it's yeah. eighteen games that the lowest two teams would be playing. That's fine. They didn't play the first seventeen games, so <laughs> they they might as well play okay. one more. Yeah, and I think that should be hosted at the Super Bowl site. Sure. Yeah, yeah. that's more revenue. Give them the big game, or yeah. maybe even have them play before the Super Bowl, like at like <laughs> one yeah. o'clock. Yes. Okay. That would be such that would be such a kick in the balls. Yeah. To be those two teams. Like no one shows up. I feel like that's a great tailgate. Yeah. You know, and it's two, like, you... oh my god, look at these fucking bums. I can't wait to watch my team led yeah. by Patrick Mahomes. Right. See, like that's almost like when um like during uh the state championships in high school, like for hockey, they're all played at the same rink on the same day. Mm. It's like one o'clock is like D three. Like three o'clock is D two, and then five o'clock is D one. Like that's kind of like that. 
like D three's playing. Everyone's like, oh, like this is a shit. <laughs> we gotta show. sit through this shit. These kids suck. Yeah, you're like kids from your school are showing up early and stuff. Be like, oh fuck, like yeah. this is awful. Like these two fucking two hundred kids schools are just battling. Nobody could skate. <laughs> Just like the Texans and the Bears play at one o'clock, and then the Super Bowls at six o'clock. Yeah, I think that could get some traction, man. Yeah, they get four weeks to prepare. Yeah, that'd be kind of op. Like they're just like practicing and shit. Like everyone thinks they all like if you come in like third to last, you're fine. What if they play? What if they played a bracket? The bottom four teams. Now I think they it's... play it. They play at halftime. Yeah. <laughs> the Super Bowl, just quick two minute two minute drills. <laughs> he just it's like the little kids playing in the in between the games and Perfect. stuff. It's yeah. like yeah, it's like okay everybody like now we have two teams contending for the first overall pick, the Chicago Bears and the Houston Texans. I was like, oh, yeah. look at Justin Fields, he's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. While Rihanna's singing at midfield, they just don't care. NFL needs money. They're playing football. There's like the whole performance going on. Yeah, I feel like this is just a Rihanna concert with uh the NFL game played in the middle. I'm excited. Yeah. I like Rihanna. I'm I'm a huge Rihanna fan. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna we're we'll talk about that Saturday. We got one more episode before the Super Bowl. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Yeah, we just gotta we gotta save most of our Super Bowl like prop bets or something. Yeah, that's all next week. Yeah, and we almost like this will be the last part here. Um, we almost gotta like scold them. I think we almost kind of did because we just like let loose on this episode. Yeah, I mean, but it was like a mutual like mental. We never said we were going to, but once we started talking about like, yeah, fuck these guys, <laughs> like, you're gonna have to take two and a half hours out of your your day to right. listen to this yeah um what's the keyword now right to watch it all the way through say something crazy like if you listen to this all the way through you have to say in the chat no context i love bdsm <laughs> okay yeah i mean who who would just yeah i don't way. think anybody would say that poth i was thinking dom Dom. I bet you. Dom. The yeah. Dominator. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Dominator. Dom, what type of freaky shit are you doing on the pod? Off the pod. Not on the pod. Not Off on the, the pod. pod. Off the pod. The Dominator. Mm. Yeah. I think um I think we thoroughly uh I think we we got the last laugh here. I think we'll always have the last laugh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think when um you know when everyone has to listen to this episode. It was a good episode. I'm not saying it's going to be a drag, but it's just like oh damn, like I'm on this podcast every other week. Like Poth, Poth texts me. He's like, "Yeah, if there's a week I'm going to miss, it's going to be this one." Why? I got to I got to look at his exact, exact reason real quick. Like it, it work at 5:30. Who the f- Fuck is calling into a hotel at five o'clock wanting a reservation or to reserve a room, whatever, unless it's uh flipping bags, right? Like I don't I don't even know. 
is there a pool there at the red roof? I hope not. <laughs> I wouldn't use it. Um, I said, um, okay, hold on. There's a part where he was just like, yo, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it tomorrow tonight or make it tonight. It's okay. I got to wake up dumb early to work tomorrow. This will be the only Sunday I'll have to work. I said, we'll be done early. Don't worry about it. This was obviously before we knew it was just you and I. Yeah. This will probably be the only episode I'll miss. We always go over time. We say we are, and I don't want to be a zombie tomorrow. Thoughts? Definitely not a no-call, no-show. Yeah, definitely not a no-call, no-show, but I do feel like to spite him, we, we I think we ran over, but... Oh, abs- yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah, what time is it? We're on like almost, we're on like two hours, and a, two and a half hours. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That was pure spite. Yes. Um, Suck and, it, Poff. And talking about next to nothing. Like... Yeah. Yeah, hope you have a good day tomorrow. <laughs> um, or today, when you listen to this. Probably yeah. at work. Right. At, I'll drop this episode. You know what? I'll drop this episode at 5.30 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, I'll schedule it for 5.30 a.m. And yeah. just be like, hey, buddy. We got, we left you a couple uh, gifts in yeah. this one. Listen up. Um, huh. We got we got a we got three minutes left on this one. What do we? What are our parting words for? Let's walk, run down the list. What do you have to say to Ovi? So he's at a hockey game right now. That's fair. That's ex- he's playing in a hockey game. Playing. Yes. It was okay, a, what what does he play? Uh, he's a defenseman. Okay. At St. Joe's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. You're, so, not, you're not coaching it. No. Okay. Uh, he's at uh he's at Tufts down at Tufts. Got it. Probably on their way back now, but okay. Um, that's probably like like an okay thing. He's uh, we miss you, Ovi. We like the energy. He's scouting for talent right now to bring onto the pod. I like that. Right, he's gonna figure out who's gonna go D two D one, uh, the big leagues, and he's gonna say, "Hey, come on, uh, to the pod, and we'll get your name out of there." Right. We just expect a two percent finders fee, right, for your first. Your first check. I like that. Okay. Uh, Dom. Dom. We got to let Dom off the hook. We just told him you and I were going to do it solo. We were, we, we excused him. We didn't want to give him, make him drive up here. There's no, yeah, there's no need. Um, we were, we were going to raw dog this episode. We didn't even know really what we were talking about. Um, we still really don't know what we've been talking about. Yeah. A whole lot of nothing. Um, so, yeah, I feel like with Dom, we'd have to be a little more structured, and I don't think we were prepared for that. Yeah. Thank, thank, uh, Dom, I hope you enjoyed your night off. You're good. Uh, Hagen, he's at a comedy show that he bought tickets for. How long ago? I think a decent He told me a couple weeks ago that he was going down to this. Okay. Probably okay. But a comedy show? Better have been funny. I was going to say it better have been good. Um, oh, hope you enjoyed the show, bud. <laughs> um, Poff. I feel like we could have kept it short. We would have. We really, we, even if Poff was here and it was just us three, 
Well, it would have been Dom. So it would have been us would've four. Been it would have been short. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know what to say to him. I have no words at this point. Yeah. Um, I hope you wake up and you feel like a zombie. Yeah, I, I bet he's still awake. What if he's, he's still? He's I bet it. you he is, man. Yeah. All right. Raging at Sports, guys. Uh, we'll be back to the normal episodes. This has been Trent and Glock, and we're we are out this bitch. Thank Howdy. you for tuning in. I'm sure a lot of people are not listening to the end of this. There was some football, but not all football. We'll Go. be back next Saturday for the Super Bowl. We'll see you. Go Eagles.